0: Oh, ho, ho, cheeky monkeys. Get on with it.
1: <laughs> toppy, toppy, top toppy. It's That's magnificent.
0: Hello, John. Down.
2: Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Come
0: on. na, 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 na. Screw you, yeah, Giru! Hello, goodness. How'd you like that, Maples? It's not a bad day to be an Arsenal fan, is it? And because it's not a bad day to be an Arsenal fan, it went straight to the box. And first in the box is And 100. Then we had the Colts on Super Carafoglou, Stek XPS, the Dorsius is there. It's the pathetic noob, Cyan Vesh, David Archie. Oh, who is next? Thunder Road. Thunder Road's there. Paul Nell's there. Um, John Bernstein's there. Kali Duelduna. Joshua Page. Ron Ree, Boy, Tim Dio. Joshua. uh, Phil Macker. Daniel GFP. Daniel Cronin is there. Sam Fisher. Luke Howard.
2: Oh,
0: hello. How do you fucking like them apples? How do you like it? It's not bad, boys. It's not bad, is it? What a, what a game. What a way to finish off a season. Talk about redemption. Ooh la la. Let's get straight into it. Um Before I introduce today's panel, um, I know two guys who right about now are looking down and are smiling, drinking, dancing and would be so f- proud of our performance today. And so proud of the way the club has come back after a tough season. So as we've said all year, the show's dedicated to Steve. The show's dedicated to Dave Gunaholic. We love them. We miss them both. It's never the same without them. So, boys, I hope you're looking down. Hope you're having a drink. I hope you're smiling. I hope, you know, you're in a better place. Love you guys. Um, Next shout-out, today's FA Cup. It's the 140th, I think. Um, yeah, because we've won 10 of them, I mean, piece of piss. Uh, but it was the, head of the FA Cup final, I think it shows a lot of how far we've come. Uh, an FA Cup final is dedicated to mental health, and that's brilliant. Um, so my first guest, Josh, say hello.
1: Hello, hello.
0: so Josh, are you gonna be? Bathing in Danny Murphy's tears later?
1: Uh, no, Frank Lampard's. Oh! It's a fine vintage. <laughs> <laughs> they, they go all the way back to Frank Senior uh, tears, but they're not quite as good as the Harry Redknapp tears as well, you know, because apparently that's his uncle. Have you heard? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was 98% of the BBC's uh, coverage before the game that was. Uh, Yeah. It was about Frank Lampard's family tree. We're all right. Don't want to know now.
0: Okay. All that bullshit for the BBC (laughs) is over. And talking of over, here he is. He missed the last cup final against Chelsea. The last FA Cup final against Chelsea. So I'm super chuffed he's on today. It's the dirty, smelly, horrible pirate. Say hello, Chris. Hello,
3: Chris. (laughs) (laughs) You beautiful bastards! Never in doubt. Never ever in doubt. Was it? Never ever in doubt.
1: I don't know. I should have asked
3: you seven minutes in, mate. No, never, never, never in doubt. <laughs> Fucking Captain America bullshit. Get the fuck out of here, Chelsea! You bunch of muppets. How's that? Do, you, do you remember that? Do you remember the days when um, Chelsea were bought for a quid? Fucking dog shit club, fuck oh. off. Come on boys, 14 <laughs> times, let's have it. Oh,
0: Chris, my first note for the game, and I'm going to to you before I go, before you do like an episode something like that, Chris, we were wearing red socks.
3: I know, all uh, this time. I did tell <laughs> you, I've been saying for months, years, we shouldn't have white, too much white in our kit, it's too spursy. Red socks out, bosh.
1: There you go. That's what did you see Danny, so socks?
3: Halfway uh, up the shin. Half halfway
1: up the shin. shin. No higher. No. no higher. Halfway up the no. shin. That's what I want from all of my midfielders. Repping in the green. I remember the
0: tackles in the first five minutes, but never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Josh, let's go straight to lineups. I, you know, I, I, genuinely thought that was the only lineup he could go with. Yes,
1: yeah, the lineup that beat City, and I mean, what more do you want from that? To be honest, uh, we could talk about. You know the nuances of who we'd prefer, where, and you know. I thought, to be honest, Klasnich might have started because you know how much Arteta's called about having, you know, left-footed players in defence, and we'd utilise Tierney up the wing. But no, we saw, we saw, yeah, the lineup. I think most of us expected if we're pulling together our strongest eleven.
0: Well, it's one of those. Um, Sorry, I forgot to mention. um, uh, Shout out to Colts on as well. There's a message on the screen. He knows why. Thoughts with you, pal. Um, Chris, game kicks off. Oh my god! Um, Jaka robbed early doors. Um, He has to make a save. Um, Rudiger and Zuma are like clamps on Lacazette, aren't they? You know, they, they. You can tell that he's the pivot man for our attacks, and you can tell he's on. They're on him straight away, wasn't it?
3: Okay. Quick disclaimer, chat. If you if you're gonna if you're gonna want tactical insight and and, and nicely reserved and calm, composed judgment, he ain't coming from me today. Zuma, Rudiger. <laughs> the only thing I was waiting for whenever they got the ball was um to start playing. Honestly, no, I take your point. You know, that they, they were they were hunting in packs, and the, the best part about about the fact that, that Chelsea got in front and they were giving it all, all that was they started so strong and, and they were lauding on the BBC. I, I refused to watch BT. I was watching on the BBC and they were lauding the pressing game and how good Chelsea centre-backs were and they were pushing up and they were cramping the space, like you say. They were denying Lacazette the ability to turn. They were closing down Aubameyang and then it all went wrong, didn't it? Because they ran out of steam, didn't they? And all their players died. It was funny. But um, yeah, I mean, th- their game plan was fantastic. If... And only if you can have that for a whole 90 minutes. And they, they couldn't. And they, they haven't been able to defend. And this, I'll, I'll get off my soapbox box in a second, but I know Josh is with me on this. This rhetoric that Frank Lampard has improved Chelsea is a load of rubbish. Honestly, they are still bog average. They still can't defend. and uh, and, and yeah, I mean, it, it's just, it, it was, that game plan was fantastic for 15 minutes. And then, well, for 20 minutes, and then we got to the water break so i know we'll come to that but yeah i was i was very pleased at how we responded to the uh, the early setback of being closed down quite heavily
1: sorry yeah. i was just i looked like i was going to say something and then i sure, like, maybe i, I should let you go back to it but to be honest I was, I you know, to be to oh i could have saved you, jace and gone into <laughs> a lovely, into a lovely conversation but i was like oh jace looks like he's going to say something
0: yeah yeah tell yeah. me but on 5 minutes josh um I would defend in. I'm, I'm not being funny. Mm. <laughs> oh my God, I, you know, I, I I could take a baseball bat to half a dozen of them. But Ceballos was particularly... He, he really offended me in this. six just is direct. He cuts in when they're not going wide. They must have seen the City game and how well we dealt with the wide threat. And they were just looking to cut in from the start when they, And unfortunately, the, um Yes, it's good play from Chelsea, but uh, this will be, I, I can imagine next season's training sessions opening up with after deal.
1: Yeah, I think with, I agree with you, Sabayos, he should be tra- tr- uh, tracking the Pulisic run. I would also say, though, that touch from Giroud, nobody can defend that. Because which what centre back or what defender are you telling at any level of football to be not goal side of their striker? And Giroud's just done what we've seen him done for years for us, and got there, you know, non goal side of the defender, and just played a back pass, and played it Pulisic straight in, and yeah, on there it should be the defence or the midfield should be pushing, tracking that run from Pulisic, but it's the other problem of. When you've got a back three, a midfielder's more likely to let the defence deal with it and go, yeah. you've got more guys in front of the ball than I've got to track it. That's why we've got an extra man in the middle. You're the one to sweep and do that kind of job. So I kind of see it, but yeah, sloppy, generally. And as Rob Holding said in his post-match interview, they caught us cold, to be fair.
0: yeah.
1: I mean, it's strange you really, that we always get caught.
0: Credit. Yeah. You've got to give them credit.
1: Yeah, I've got to give... I think... I'm annoyed about the Sabios thing, but you can't... I can't think of any school of defending that teaches you how to deal with that Giroud touch. Yeah. Because everything in the schoolboy rulebook goes past him. And Giroud's got a shot in goal. I think... Yeah. And God, did he come back stronger it, at all? I, this is the thing, isn't it, Dina? And we're going
0: to come on to that in a bit, Chris. But um, s- straight after the goal, we looked down, okay? Um Chelsea kept on with kept cutting inside. Mount and Pulisic looked particularly dangerous. They were running at us with pace. Um and and, and you know, we Amy makes a great save from Pulisic. We couldn't really handle them for the first 10 minutes, could we?
3: No, I mean like you say, they they started well, but I, I just felt like we, we definitely started slowly. I and mean, it looked like we were we were expecting them to sit. And have a lot of possession, and obviously they came at us with a with a lot of pace. And I think we were caught cold by the fact that they weren't just playing direct to Giroud, because I think that's kind of what we expected that they would probably do with that lineup, and then sort of play up to the big man and play off him almost, which was ironically kind of what we did. Um, I, I do I do feel that we we sort of we were almost a bit shell shocked by the goal, um, and what was absolutely crucial taking off my Arsenal hat literally for one second before it goes back on. The, the one thing we had to do was not concede the second goal. We, we had to just just take stock. And we did ride our luck for sort of five to ten minutes. But we we didn't, other than that Martinez save, they, they sort of went down those wings or down Pulisic's side a couple of times, like you say, mount side as well. But it was, it was a tactical switch. As soon as we got to grips with it, they didn't trouble us at all. But it was that first sort of 10, 15 minutes, like you say, their tails were up. If they'd have got the second goal, I think we, we would have been in trouble. The good thing I liked about us as well is that although we were pinned back after the goal and we were pinned back, we did start to put a few challenges in. We did start to restrict them a little bit. We, you know, that there was a little bit more fire in the belly. Two or three minutes, we did, like you say, we did look a little bit sorry for ourselves and it was like, oh God, you know, we didn't expect that. But once we got to grips with it, put a few challenges in and then obviously the water break, everything changed. So, um, yeah, I was, I was quite pleased with the reaction once we'd settled mm-hmm. and, and like Arteta said a number of times, this is a work in progress. You know, we still need to learn that uh, to how to manage games and we need to learn to start games quicker because we have been caught cold a few times since since the restart.
0: I b- absolutely agree, absolutely agree. Um I, I've gotta be honest with you, I mean, the only relief we seemed to be getting <laughs> at the time, Josh, was um down the left hand side and EMN was looking particularly dangerous, wasn't
2: he?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think what helped him a lot was the fact he was on Arteta's side as well, because that's constantly what you could hear with those instructions going out to Ainsley to make that run, and for Tierney to look for that ball over the top, or Louise to look for that ball into him. And yeah, well, he I, had the he had the I whole back. I'm
0: on that because I think it's, it's a bit more than that. I think you could see there's an understanding with Aubameyang. And I oh, thought- well, I
1: completely disagree with that. Bearing really? in mind. There's at least a couple of opportunities where you see Maitland Niles go down the wing and where's Abamiang? He's not read it. He's not read that down the line. So I was a bit, you know, when you see Maitland Niles' crosses, yeah, that there wasn't many people in the box. Abamiang was rarely getting in there in those early stages. Lacazette might be there. Pepe was getting there, but Abamiang, no. Perhaps it's because it's down the same side as him for that for that time. But there wasn't that kind of, wasn't slipping him in. I don't know if AMN's not got that creativity streak to lay in a striker like that. But it no. wasn't
0: perfect. But they, they I, I've got to be honest, it was a lot better on the right hand side, and I think Tierney's out of the ball had a lot to do with that as well. You know, the his accuracy as opposed mm. to Holdings, he's you know he was a lot more aggressive
1: in his passing, wasn't he? Oh yeah, Tierney's a lot better on the ball than Rob Holding, and I think we could. We could say that um, quite equivocally that that is the case, and that's probably why we saw better passes out from them, to be honest, and why we've seen Tierney play there instead of Kolasinic.
3: So The way I looked at the, the thing with Ainsley Jace, was it was it was almost like I was I was abs- he was defending so well, and and then he was breaking at speed down the wing, and I was like I'm so pleased that he's been picked over Saka. Um, in this particular game, and then as soon as he got past this man on the left, I was like, "Oh, I wish you were sucker. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's if you could combine the two players, you'd have the ultimate bombing on fullback. Mm. Um, but, but that said, I think normally and probably next season that's going to be Tierney. So you'll have the end product as well as the work rate right up and down the wing. So yeah, no, no complaints. But it was just that end product that you just wanted that little bit more, apart from that early cross, obviously.
0: I, I yeah. think the biggest issue between sort of um between AMN and and Young is, you know, AMN's pretty much right-footed, isn't he? I and mean, he's all right-footed. He is, you know, Um, he can use his left, but he's not strong on it. And I think that may be the, where the problem comes in. But when you look at how many times they've played together, I think it's pretty decent, the partnership they've struck mm-hmm. up. They stretched the defence and, you know, they made them think every single time. Um, Chris, one thing I wanted to speak to you about is that first 20 minutes, our press was just really poor. And it got summed up. There was one moment just before the drinks break where you had Xhaka, um, Alba and Laka pressing. I think it was Rudiger at one point, And there was no unity. There was no cohesion with them. And they dropped off on the concentration and Chelsea played it really easily. That was frustrating, wasn't it?
3: Yeah, I think I think that the main thing I would say with that is initially Chelsea outthought us, I think. I think I think Chelsea out out tacticed us for that first period of time, which I and I'm not gonna give any credit to Lampard at all, because <laughs> fuck him. But um that he the, they only they only got that first period under their belts. That that was when they were out tactic us. And, and, it, and in a weird way, I kind of see that as a positive from Arteta because the one thing that Embry um, struggled with and at times even Arsene Wenger struggled with, particularly in the latter days, was in-game management the ability to change a game. And as much as I don't particularly want to give the bold fraud any credit, I think I think he's learned that from him, Arteta. I think he's learned that from Pep in, in terms of the fact that if you if you look at a, a, a Pep Guardiola star team he will make instant changes if something isn't working, whether it's five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. It's not always personnel and substitutes, but it's often just little tactical switches, changes of formation. Um, And something that I've noticed that Arteta has started to do is not necessarily change the formation in-game, but he's changed the responsibilities or the roles of the players in game. So if a certain player is pressing high and it's not working, he'll have a word in his ear and say, right, I still want you to press, but I want you to press to this point. And then I want you to sit off and you let the other player come across. You take up the press, then you come in. And I think that's what you saw at that drinks break. Because like you say, that the pressing game, it, we were doing it, but we weren't doing it well enough. And we weren't doing it cohesively until we got to that, that first stoppage.
0: Agreed. Josh? I think it's testament. That, just building on what Chris has said there, it's testament to this team that Arteta is able to give complex um, uh, information across. They're so well drilled. Once he's given the information, they know exactly what their roles are. And um, if you look back at um, 15 months ago at the Europa um, uh, Cup final, that wasn't the case. I think you know Arteta's come in for some scrutiny recently. I think it's a great credit to him the way these guys have reacted.
1: Yeah, I think the, the the how powerful that first drinks break was. Not only for the kind of ability for Arteta to get in, but I thought it was one of the things that whilst Chelsea was smashing us and smashing us in that first half, it was a case of just get to the drinks break at 1-0, get to the drinks break at 1-0, and we knew it would be fine from there. It's a bit like a kind of, you know, lower league team, kind of thinking get to half time at nil-nil and then go from there or get to 70 minutes at nil-nil and you go for the break we we're at the same kind of thing but I don't uh, yeah I was just a bit kind of perturbed about how how can Arteta turn it at that 25 minute point but our players couldn't do anything really as soon as they got on the pitch because you know we've got intelligent players on the field yeah but how could they not find that change in that in that instance by themselves and had to get to the drinks break because we're not going to have the crutch of a drinks break probably next season. And that's one of the worries. Until then, I don't care because we won the game. But and that is something to take into next season is that how the team gets hit early. And in theory, Arteta next season won't be able to fix that until 45 minutes in when we could be two or three d- nil down.
0: He's going to need really strong communication lines from hmm. sideline in, and I'm not sure that's going to work. I don't really see... I, I You know, look, great credit to Jacques and Sabayos yesterday, but I don't really see them as leaders in the midfield, being able to, to, to take on that information and make things work. But we'll have to wait and see. Chris, um, Pepe has a, a goal disallowed. AMN is offside. Uh, Frustrating, but you know, within two minutes, long ball. I can't remember who played long ball. Was it AMN or was it Tierney? But Tierney, yeah, I think.
3: Yeah, I think, I think so. Yeah,
0: but um Oba's got Aspilacuta on toast. He is struggling all the way. Okay, hand goes on him straight outside. You know, when he's when he's lost the man. He carries that inside the box, brings him down. There's no challenge for the ball whatsoever. Why is it not
3: a fucking red? Why? Um, Well, firstly, what a finish from Pepe, by the way. Shame that got talked (coughs) off. It would have been a world. (laughs) It really would have. (laughs) Uh, Look, personally, by the letter of the law, you can read it two different ways. By the letter of the law, there's this whole double jeopardy rule, um, which if you read it a certain way suggests that if it's not, uh, an intentional foul, then then he shouldn't be sent off. But it clearly is an intentional foul. um There is the argument again that Rudiger is coming across and, and could stop him. I is one of those. It's one of those. I, I mean, think he's been sent off twice this season. Yeah, that's twice. the thing. If it had been our, if it had been our end, would we have felt the same way? I, I, I genuinely don't know. I, th- I think. Oh hold on! Do... Stop, stop! 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 stop, sorry, Kyle. Boss, hello, Kyle. Kyle, <laughs> <laughs> Kyle how you doing, Kyle? Hello, how, Kyle? How you doing, Kyle? All okay. the best, mate. All the best. Right, uh, right. Well, how you feeling, Kyle? <laughs> we'll, um, we'll we'll mail you the tears that we've collected from Frank Lampard along with the wooden spoon um, <laughs> that you can put on Christian Pulisic's hamstring car. All the best, my love.
0: <laughs> right, right. We're going to be bathing in Frank Lampard's tears later, mate. And
1: why don't we chuck you out to this summer of this I think we should leave him in, Joyce, just
3: so we can no, I think hear we everything. leave him in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Welcome to yeah. the party, Kyle. Yeah. Welcome to the party. Yeah. Yeah. Bring, them all. bring them all. I mean, Chelsea must have, what, seven yeah. fans these days. Bring them all in. Bring them all in. Honestly. In fact, I think Chelsea have got less fans than Spurs have got trophies these days. So, um, <laughs> yeah, bring them all in. Bring them all in. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, hey Kyle, Kyle, Kyle. Hugs and kisses,
0: mate. Hugs and kisses. I feel your pain, but tough shit
3: i'll take i'll take uh, i'll take uh gojira 2006 out of that fair play he, he's given yeah. us some credit so i'll take i'll take him he can come in he's fine the rest of them yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah but, but no i just just on our on our um i'm on form tonight boys but just on our on our uh on our thing there about the red card yeah i i do i do get your point i think it was one of those that that yeah by the letter of the law you could interpret it both ways and I think if I'm again slightly sort of taking the Arsenal hat off we probably got a decision later in the game which maybe oh, even that up a little bit but <laughs> but yeah I can see why you would have called for a red um to, to be perfectly honest with you Jace with my with my uh, my hoop going 50p five p at intermittent schedules while the ball's on the spot I was more concerned about that penalty hitting the net than anything else, rather than a card <laughs> <laughs> at that particular point in time.
0: Um, oh, cloud Boss has come back, and cloud Boss says, I can't take nothing from the Obama angle, um, but that was not a red card. Uh, it was also handball inside the box. I can't oh, yeah. say we were good today, we were shite, but I felt like the ref was on your side. I've got to be fair, Martinez was well outside the box. I can't
3: believe we were going to he was, He, was, I was, he was, but the ball wasn't.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, well. on, that, was, that was a rule that I didn't realise was the case. I yeah, was no, I didn't though. either. Yeah. I had no. to look it up. Yeah, oh, if your body's
3: outside, you it doesn't matter as long as your hands are inside.
0: But Kovacic got away with one earlier on, mate. So yes. I'm sorry. He got away with a massive one earlier on, so he should have been sent off. Six six he yeah. was as like, it's
3: like watching a... that It's like watching that bright. It's like watching Basuma again. Yeah, as Poliqueta, we deserve the red card straight. <laughs> so...
0: Sorry, Paul, but welcome to the chat box. Enjoy with the boys, they're all right. Um, yeah. I agree with you, Chris, regarding the penalty, because my backside is going 10 to the dozen, okay? I was not confident, but what a finish from Aubameyang.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's one of he's one of those players that you, you rarely think he's going to miss. I know he has missed one or two in, in the past, but he looks confident. He's, he's a man on form. It was a delightful penalty, to be fair. And cavallero has got a pretty decent record um, at saving penalties, from for my knowledge. I vaguely remember him having a, a decent game in the FA Cup a few years ago, when I think he saved a few. So, yeah, he's um, he's he's a decent keeper when it comes to pens. Uh, and that was quite a big choice, by the way, um, for, for Lampard to play him ahead of ahead of uh, David De Gea's knockoff uh, replacement. Um, and that that's saying something. Fifty odd million, by the way, good good business that. Um, Sorry, seventy million. Sorry, is yeah.
0: Um,
3: Kepp is the most expensive keeper of all time. Imagine that when he ends up at Granada next season. It's going to be amazing, isn't it? But uh, yeah. So um, no, the Pepe was quality. You, know, the <laughs> <laughs> you, you just know it. Um, but yeah, the, the Pepe was quality, and um, and the, the you talk about like your, your bum going fifty p five p. You know when like you know when dogs do that thing where they sort of put their paws and drag their ass along the floor. Uh, that was the sort of celebration I was doing as I as I wiped myself clean after the penalty across the living room floor. It's great fun.
0: You're not you're not alone there, pal. Um in the chat box we have Vivian Mittel. Viv um we've already shouted at your dad today. Um from be- on behalf of us all. We miss him. Um we miss him terribly. And um we know how much today would have meant to him and how He'd have just wallowed in this and enjoyed it, and he'd have been going bananas. I, I kept on looking at our WhatsApp group, and you know it would have been constantly Steve Whitler recording, Steve Whitler recording. What the fuck's going on there? You know, you know, it would have been things. So um, we feel your pain today, Vivian, and um, we love you, and we miss your dad, and we hope all is well. Um, sorry, guys, that's important to us as a group. Uh, Josh, on to you. Talk about the penalties um and talk about the the Alba finish because let's oh. just
1: enjoy this today. Yeah, I to be honest, when Chris said, Oh, Aubameyang doesn't miss many important penalties. I was just thinking back to last season and Spurs yeah. and then missing that one. And I was like, "Ah, oh. huh. I, like, I I should have more faith in a 23 goal a season striker to score from the penalty spot, but I, I was somewhere in the middle. But yeah, when he put that in, sent Caballero the wrong way. I mean, to be honest, I think Caballero was halfway off to collect his pension, to be honest, the way he went for it. And yeah, straight to the bottom corner. And we know the same routine. Run over to the corner, do his little flip. And yeah, just everybody was loving it. Uh, okay. all, all six people in the stands. Uh, you could hear Ian Wright on the BBC just shouting out from the uh, from the position in the gantry. But, Yeah, it was it was great to get back to one all because I think we kind of deserved it to be honest. The way we got back into it and yeah. Right, yeah, look, absolutely.
0: I I got to be honest with you um you know, I, I look, it went in and I I couldn't I couldn't believe the the calmness and the, the you know, he was, he was steely-eyed, doesn't he? It was abs- it's an absolute banger, mm. and yes, I I don't really want to constrict the stands. But it's, it's it's bizarre. <laughs> it's so bizarre watching it, and it's horrible because you know you go back from um, a, go back the 2017 to two thousand seventeen for final red one side, blue the other, the ups and downs. You know the the absolute drama of the game, and. Uh, you know, it, it, it sadly was missing today, but there you go.
1: We, we should say, Jace, there is one problem that we'll find if next season's FA Cup um, final is behind closed doors again. Um, we're in it because there won't be enough space across the back for us to put all of our FA Cup trophies, <laughs> uh, the number of years, across the stands. Because, you know, there was only 13 blocks given to us. So next season, go on FA, give us an extra <sighs> block.
0: i tell you what, Jase, I don't uh I, I just yeah, I just can't I can't tell you how happy I am after <laughs> such a shit season, after the roller coaster of what this has been, to have this um uh, just, just magic, just magic.
1: Yeah, I said uh, on the last podcast that to be honest, if we'd won and we did win, I'd give this season ten out of ten, to be honest. And yeah, I think you ask anyone now, and we're probably gonna say, Yeah, ten.
0: Yeah. At this moment in time, yes. Okay. Yeah, eh? yeah. absolutely. on. Or Ordered or 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 Yes.
1: It's taken eight months for Arteta to get more trophies than Mauricio Pochettino. Eight months.
3: Yeah. Josh, your your phone just went. It was it's a Spurs just, fan asking you what it's like to win a trophy. Uh, man, uh,
1: like it, it, is, it is. It's my mum. She's a Spurs fan. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> there
3: you
0: go. There you go. Can you? We the then see Absolute Quetta, Pulahami. Um, I oh, anyway. don't like seeing players going injured. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. Inject I, it into my. I, I've got to be honest with you. After the shit business <laughs> last season, yeah. Fuck them. Hey, I'm sorry, Chelsea fans in the box. I'm sorry, okay, but I'm a petty fucking Welshman. I know. Fuck them. I know. Um, how yeah. happy were you when that happened?
3: I, I I was and and it's not it's not like you know I don't I don't I honestly don't give a toss if anyone goes oh you don't like to see that <laughs> you don't like to see no you don't like to see that when it's not your club you don't like to see that when it's your player when it's against you and it's a key player because let's not forget he's their captain um I don't think you know I don't think he's like a world class he's not likely to be a guy who's going to win them the game but he was very key to that defense he's very key to that organisation he's very key to everything that they do as a back three. Um, and and he marshals that back line, particularly when you have got the other the other two clowns there, they had back there. So no, I, I I I thought it was a key moment in the game. It was also a really key moment when they lost Captain America as well. Um, I sort of felt for him a little bit just because of how painful that looked. I've done that and it does fucking hurt. But um, yeah. but no, it was a key it was a key player to go off. Aspel Equator, uh, better known as Dave. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't like giving them credit, but him
0: and Alonso going up and down those the flanks. They, you know, the Yeah, ranks, they, uh, yeah well, I know he's playing the back three today. Yes,
3: yeah. and I mean, you, you've got you've got to be careful when Alonso's going at pace, as we well know. Um, oh, so, no, no,
0: no, no. Let's not
3: let us
1: not all that. So just gonna just, just move quickly on, on that one. Um, Long have we mentioned day. have we mentioned David Luiz's elbow into a certain <laughs> lamppost? <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry. Oh, but to be honest, it's a big it's a big thing because they never played that ball up to Giroud again, did they?
3: No, they didn't. Uh, no. Yeah, no, no. Point, point. yeah,
1: they never played that long ball again. And I think yeah. that was a huge moment for us.
3: And we are talking said.
1: about shithousing and that's that's good kind.
3: Somebody said on another pod, and and that, that's a really good point, Josh. Um, I think it was I think it was Andrew was talking about it on on their pod, and they were saying that the one thing I, I don't get me wrong, even to this mm. day, even now, I still love Olivier Giroud. I still think he should be an Arsenal player. I love okay. him to bits. But but um, he was always one of those players that if you got in amongst him, the finger wag of doom would come out. He'd roll around, and he, he wouldn't like games where he was roughed up. And it's true; as soon as as soon as David <laughs> Luis hit him once, they didn't they didn't go near him. He, or he you mm. know he didn't he didn't have his best game once we went through the back of him once, mm. and it was a bit tame as well. Really.
0: He'd been very good up until then as well, but he really milked that too much. Mm. And as I say, you know, he didn't he wasn't half as effective afterwards, as he mm.
3: Mm. no no he wasn't no. Yeah, sorry, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't
1: calling for a card or anything on David Low. I wanted to point out the <laughs> I, massive I, 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 turning I point know. in the game. Yeah. Oh, down here,
0: you fucking not or leave. Not- okay.
1: Oh, that, right. that must be what it was.
0: Yeah, that, that's, that's the normal okay, right? <laughs> um, to so, Josh, after this point, we've got all the possession, because we've been under the cosh, okay? But then we've got all the possession, we've got all the territory but we can't make it work. Um, Anderson replaced um, uh, Aspilicueta. And, he, you know, Andresen's a decent player. There's a lot of time for Anderson, you know, but he, he's just, st- he's still young coming up. coming up. But were you wondering, you know, was this going to be another one of those games? Look, unless we're going to grab a quick hold for half time, we're going to pay for it afterwards.
1: Uh, no, to be honest, I was worse after we scored the seconds than we were at 1-0. Uh, I was completely relaxed about it because we'd kind of seen us then click. The worst thing for us was when halftime came, to be honest, because we were so high on the ascendancy at that point that I thought Chelsea would get a chance to regroup and perhaps come back at us at the beginning of the first half, uh, second half. But I'd also flip it with the same side I was happy for us to get to a drinks break because as soon as these boys come in and listen to Arteta, they seem to be a completely revitalised team and completely galvanised about the whole thing. I think the role of the players throughout that spine that have won this before as well. We talk talking about Rob Holding, Bellerin, Xhaka. They know how to play out this game as well, especially in a final. They're all on the field for the uh, 2-1 against Chelsea well, in yeah. 2017. Yeah. So I think they knew how to do this. They knew how to grind it out in a final.
0: I, I think as well, you know, last season's Europa Cup final will still lay pretty heavy on a lot of these guys' shoulders. Mm. You, know, we, you know, we were humiliated last last season. Um, and I think, you know, Payback's a bitch and it's lovely to see. But Chris, you know, again, you know, you saw um, you saw Pepe shining at times. He's like a, a jack-in-the-box, wasn't he? You know, um, he, he could do nothing for five, ten minutes, but come up, you know, he, he won a few free kicks where he was outstanding.
3: Yeah, he's a he's a he's a thoroughbred. He's a racehorse. I thought him and Lacazette's work break today was was outstanding. It took Lacazette sort of ten fifteen minutes to get into the game. He did seem a bit like he hadn't adjusted to the pace, but once they once they clicked, uh, him and Pepe were were workhorses in in the sort of wide and, and central areas. Lacazette was sort of dropping deep as this kind of false ten. I'm going to call it that he's been playing recently, and and Pepe was always a good outball for us. And uh, it was actually it was a real shame that that goal got got chalked off because that would have been one of the great big oh, Cup goals. Yeah, it's fantastic. And 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 the and the, thing, the one thing I'll say and um and, and don't don't worry, chat. I shall be uh, I I shall be um, clanging my bell of I told you so about another player later on. So look forward to that, everyone. But um, with Pepe, it, it will take time. It's taken him a season to adjust. We haven't seen anywhere near the player that that we bought just yet. Um, we've seen glimpses of it. We've seen flashes of it. We've seen certain performances, um, the goal at West Ham, for example. Trust me, trust me. We'll look back probably in eighteen months and go, seventy-two million quid was a bargain, honestly, because he's he, There are there signs that things are just starting to work, and the one thing that that he's going to need is our style to change slightly. And I think in the in recent weeks, where our style has changed a bit more to a bit of a counter-attacking defensive team that springs teams quickly on the transition because we played better teams that's when you've got the best out of him because that's the sort of player that he is he will come good um but the one thing that you always look for in any player whether they're worth 10 quid or 72 million pound is work rate and desire and commitment and showing for the ball and if it doesn't work out try and again he's got he's got to work on things he's not the finished article there's a lot that he's got to polish but he, he looks like a player who's settling. And, he, and to me, he looks like a sort of where Robert Pires was at the end of that first season. He's just starting to settle. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Joe, I'm done. Joe, I'm
2: done.
3: If I speak, if I speak oh, no. about the foul by Jorginho, I will be in trouble. Do you remember oh, that? Do you remember uh, those months ago? Do you remember oh, that? yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, straight up, you know, but go, go, go,
2: try
0: your
1: ice face. <laughs> uh, oh. Jace, have you got, got any tequila? Because uh, I said J as well in the chat is bringing the salt. Oh, I know. Um, uh, Arsenal were by far the worst team. If Chelsea had William Pulisic, Aspilica, Kante, and Kovacic, they would have won easily.
3: And if my uncle, oh. if, if my auntie had bollocks, she'd be my uncle, mate. Joggy <laughs> yeah. on, love. Joggy on. Joggy on to the bus stop. Uh, boys, <laughs> Big, bigger, bigger club. Oh. I tell you, hey, Chelsea fans, leave us a like. <laughs> Tap
2: Nobody
0: <tappy, Yeah>. <laughs> <like laughs> really dislikes today's game. <laughs> <laughs> Objective. Oh boys, this is better. This is better than 2017. This is, this is better than yeah. um, um, Just to make it worse, you chelsea fans. Um Josh Sabayos bought the yellow for Mason Mount, didn't he? A really clever leaving his foot in there just for halftime. Oh. You know, um and mounts. Oh, I tell you what, have you seen you know, he's still reeling in?
1: Yeah, uh, to be honest, uh, this is one's for the Chelsea fans. I remember a certain Didier Drogba was very inept at doing something like that in the penalty box against Arsenal, leaving his foot in behind somebody. So, yeah, yeah um, it's just nice to see you know what? After years and years of us being mugged over by various different teams with some snide, uh, you know, play, our two midfielders collectively got themselves a couple of yellow cards for your midfielders. And one of them was walking and Mason Mountain was going. If he didn't get taken off, yeah, I was absolutely sure he was gonna leave something in on him.
0: Uh do you know what? Okay, I I just so enjoyed his face when he got there okay? <coughs> He'd be done. Okay, talk mm. I just had him on toast at that point. It was so nice. I just I really, really I, just, I, I just fucking loving it. I'm sorry, guys. Okay, it was just won a cup. We've had the worst season ever. And we've just won a cup. I'm so happy. And so many bitter people in this chat box. Boys,
1: just leave us a like and thank you very much. Listen to the good news. It's, to nice, on right. it's <laughs> nice to have someone bitter in the chat that isn't an Arsenal fan on one of these exactly. shows. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> tell you what, um, that's the first half, guys. Um, yeah, shout out to your pair to be fair. He was dangerous. I thought, you know, he, he won a couple of free kicks really, really well. Smart play. It's not been an easy season for him, but his goal and assist return has been excellent. What we need now is for him to change his way of playing, to fit into our system. And I'm sure he, he and uh, Anateta will work on that, and it'll come around. Um, starts at the end of the first half. Chelsea, 55% possession. Tells you about their early dominance. Tells you that you know, we've rolled that out quite well, to be fair. Shots, seven to us, four to them. On target, two to us, three to them. Corners, 4-1 to us. That, that real piece late in the second half of dominance paid off. But nine fouls to Chelsea, none to us. That was telling, I thought. I thought that was really, really telling. Um, that was the end of the first half. Now, people. People, people, people. 600. Oh, I know your end's and seven. Um, am I right? London is blue. Somebody... Oh, 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 look at him. Look at him. London is blue. He's cybered his little box. London is
2: blue. blue.
0: <laughs> Fuck off. Spam my fucking box. <laughs> the rest of Chelsea boys are all right. You know, but you are out to it. Sorry about that. We'll get back to it. Um, Yeah. At least 600 of you watching right now. And we've only got 118 likes. Come on. Grow up and tap the like button for crying out loud. Tappy fucking tappy. Let's get going, okay? You know, it's just.
2: Oh!
0: It's cut fucking final day. We just smashed the chavs and I'm absolutely over the moon. I'm over the fucking moon. I can't tell you how happy I am, okay, Because it's the best feeling ever. So 200 likes, please. Tappy, tappy. Let's get fucking going. Oh, Christopher, Christopher, Christopher. Second half kicks off. Um, Chelsea come out there after, don't they? Um, Pulisic breaks. um, Gets a shot off just wide. Pulled his hand, me. At the same time, and to be fair to the boy, I, loads of respect to him. He pulls his hamstring before he gets the shot off. He still gets the shot off. I, I, I'll respect that forever.
3: Yeah, that's commitment. That's commitment because that bloody hurts. By the way, it's like a gunshot when your hammy goes at, at that that particular speed, um, and that that will probably, in a way. Uh, I guess tonight he'll probably sit there and think, "Oh, why didn't I just pull up?" Because that will probably mean an extra month. Uh, I think it looked it looked very Mustafi to me. Mustafi's had to had to have surgery on his. and I would imagine Pulisic will have to have the same because that that was a tear. Um, judging by the way he pulled up, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it fair play to him. He got the shot away. And and to be fair, I think had it had it, had his hammy have not gone at that particular point, he probably would have got that shot on target, and it and it could have been a very different game. The the second half as well. Uh, it was almost like we we didn't want the first half to come because uh, the end of the first half to come because we were well on top and I, we we started okay second half don't get me wrong but I did feel like Chelsea had a little bit of a, a second wind and and I was a little concerned that if they scored again would we have enough to rouse ourselves further once obviously we the, the second half wound on we we took full control of it but yeah I mean fair fair play to Pulisic all jokes aside uh, watched a lot of him at Dortmund the, the kid's very talented very very talented. Um and it's it's a blow for him, but uh, ultimately his hammy going bang was was a bonus to us.
1: Josh I heard Simon him. Collins was in the uh well I saw Simon Collins was in the stands and apparently had a sniper and just <sighs> nope no ping. ping
0: say. Simon Collins is doing the match video for um even Standard. His makeup person has got his spot on. Collins is looking delightful, Scoop Collings was looking apart, I tell you what. You know, he he he's a good-looking boy, a good-looking boy. He had he had him today, but with Mount on the yellow, Pulisic off. That's two of their. am um, trying two of their, um, uh substitute windows gone, mm. and but uh, probably the biggest threat off the park. It gave us a bit of breathing space, didn't it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think. We were kind of just a bit like, OK, I think just as fans, to be honest, I know there weren't any in the stadium, but just at home, I was kind of feeling a little bit relieved that we were like, right, the stitches off. This is, you know, if they're going to have to do something, it's going to be big um, to get past us now. Or at least we know, well, we're confident in our own firepower, to be honest, but even more so now that we were absolutely, yeah, we were great for that. That point forward, we just didn't need to do anything. We could just run the legs out of them. That's what we did.
0: Uh, I tell you what, we got them. We got them. There's mind. a couple
1: of them in there, aren't there? I
3: don't know. I in there, Are they Breeding in there. Breeding? Uh, I, don't, I don't
0: know. I tell you what, Caitlin, uh, as, as Luke Howard says, I think we all need to get some fish and chips. There's a lot of salt in this box. There
3: is a lot of Red and pink army. Oh god, yeah. Oh, oh, big, oh, big. Big, big wow. imagine, imagine supporting Man United and getting wound up that Arsenal win games. Oh wait, <sighs> sorry. No, there's a guy on Twitter who makes a living out of it, isn't there? <laughs> in his silly yeah. little studio. Mm. I tell you what.
0: E, 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 this is about E3 boss 2003. will get splashed in the head. You're it's a, a fucking moron. You're a fucking
3: moron with that name. I think we we'll actually have Jason mm. dropped on his head. I think that's what actually happened at birth, oh, I think
0: so. I'd say you, your mum will be ashamed of you doing this. Your <laughs> mum, you, when I send this to your mum, okay, she's going to look at you and say, E3 Boss 2003, round your head. You're acting that like point. a bitch. Rower. We've re- reached that point where we're doing the mum
3: jokes early. We're, we're, oh, yeah, mum. Yeah, you know,
0: <laughs> t- yeah, yeah, just press the like button and move on. Move on, Sam. Move on. I've enjoyed this so much. It's anyone again. Uh There's somebody in Russian in there now. I have no idea what he's saying. I don't really care. It, <laughs> says,
1: always... it says Arsenal, then champ. So I can only mean it's positive.
2: Oh, yes. hey. <laughs> I
1: don't you know any more of the Cyrillic alphabet, but that seemed pretty good.
0: Good man, you're a good man. We love you. We love you. Oh, Jensen, Berry. No oh, Champions League for the Arsenal. Oh no, Jensen. Oh no, boo, boo. <laughs> Oh, we don't care. we got a trophy in the cabinet. I'm um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Chris. I you
2: <laughs>
0: well, you know, you've to do a... I do that to my niece, Cicada, no? she's three. She gets so warmed up by it. <laughs> <laughs> but Chelsea's still on top at this point, okay? They're not as dangerous as they were. We get a couple of counters. We see one where where Xhaka just fires over. It was quite pointless for him. Pedro's on Pedro and Mount, and Mount are looking dangerous. But Luis Luis is looking good. Mm.
3: Yeah, I thought he yeah. we did well. Oh, sorry, Josh. Was that is that was that video for know. me?
0: Yeah? No, exactly. Just, to you. Just to you, then back across to Josh.
3: All right, I'll pass it to Josh after. After I'll be brief. Um, yeah, I, I thought David Luis was good today. The thing I liked about Luis's performance is, is again at the start of the game he looked a little bit casual for me. He did look a little bit just the way he was passing the ball. You know, sort of like that the elongated stride after the pass, and um, just just looked a little bit sort of too composed. And I was like thinking, oh god, are we going to get the ultra laid back David Luiz? But he grew into the game. We mentioned the the shove on Giroud, which sort of took him kind of out of the game. I thought he marshaled that back four quite well. His positioning was was very good. I I also wondered if the injury was an injury or not, and it was only really the substitution that that made me think. Well, maybe maybe he took a bit of a knock, but I did think he you know when the when the physio came on, I could sort of lip read, and and he was just I think he said the word rest, and I thought mm, yeah you, you've you've gagged him there, haven't you? But um yeah, I, th- I thought he did very very well, and and you know for for all his faults, and believe me, there are many. He's if if there is a lot of this sort of dressing room thing, and and in, in fairness, during his time at PSG, they, they said the same. There, he was very very big character in the dressing room. I don't know about his time at Chelsea because they're a tiny club, and I don't really care about them. But um, yeah, during his time there, they they spoke very highly of him. He is obviously a leader. He does he does lead by example, and you know even if he comes in next season and and plays fifteen games for us, that's that's important in terms of experience. And we were worried about Rob Holding in this game coming into it. I thought him and Luis with Tierney either side, you know, yes, there was a few minor moments, but overall I thought they they, they performed really well. What did you uh, what did you think, Josh?
1: Yeah, I thought Dav Louise was great in that game. Uh one interesting fact I didn't realise until halfway through and it came up in commentary was that David Luis had never won an FA Cup on the mm-hmm. field. The ones he'd got were he was injured in the stands or just not played. In those games, and obviously, we know what happened in 2017 because he was on the other side when we smashed them 2 1. Uh, just a reminder, uh, to Chelsea fans, you lost another FA Cup final three years ago as well to us. Uh, yeah, get in the C. Back to you, Jace.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm enjoying this so much. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, do you know what? I, did, I just happy.
3: Oh, it's you Jensen Barney's really chucking the salt about yeah, today, guys. Yeah. You. <laughs> if, if, if you're looking for like an Arsenal, uh, you know, an official Arsenal, summing up the cup final and a professional, well-articulated, well-thought-out podcast, this is probably not the one. Oh, look at that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's a new yeah. user. That's
1: that's so okay. you yeah. must that yeah. one.
0: A boot camp wonderland. All of you are getting stabbed. mate. Go to Cardiff your today and try it. <laughs> fucking try it.
3: <laughs> Seriously, try it. Anytime. time. Okay, <laughs> you stabbed. Careful, Jason riding him now. Come on.
0: Oh, I tell you what. Bring it on, you little slag. Your fucking <laughs> mum is going to call you in for tea soon. Don't be a wanker. You're going to go now, fella. But anytime you fancy
3: it, you are welcome to fucking try it. Bitch. <laughs> He's going to go and... He's going to go and, re- and make another account now, so he'll be back you know,
0: in I Can't wait for the next one. I can't wait for the next one. <laughs> I'm sorry, listeners. If you listen to the platform, I'm so sorry. This <laughs> is so much fun, okay? it's, the chat box is alive, okay? There's a lot of decent Chelsea fans in here, okay? There's a lot of ch- decent Chelsea fans in here, but there's a couple
3: of scumners. His, so, uh, uh, it, is the rails here and we're over here somewhere just over here yeah. Yeah.
1: if uh if somebody has made it this far in the podcast 51 minutes in i would say turn off now there's no point if you've managed to get it this far congratulations but there's not going to be anything insightful you'll get here maybe maybe try something like the podcast later in the week when we might calm down but right now Sorry, guys. Oh,
0: no. No, this it. is going to
1: be as incoherent as the Tuesday Club will be when they release their, <laughs> their show.
3: And we're not even drinking. That's the best bit. Oh,
1: yeah. Two of us are sober. <laughs>
3: <laughs> First bottle of beer. It's ridiculous, isn't it? You have one bottle of beer, and me and Josh don't drink. I mean, Christ. Wait, what, what, what
1: is this? Oh, I do drink. I just haven't <laughs> drunk. I, I can't bear to drink and watch Arsenal. we talking
0: about drink. We then see <laughs> Hector Bellard had a bit of stick today. I kind of didn't get it. Um him and uh Pepe still were... you know, they, they haven't clicked yet. Okay, they just haven't. But he drives forward with the ball, Josh. Um, he, he creates havoc in that Chelsea defense. The ball finds Aubameyang and Auber. Ooh, fucking la la.
1: <clears throat> ah, yeah, so good. The the run from Hector. That's great. That is the Hector that we kind of missed, haven't we, for, well, 12, 24 months since that injury. We haven't seen him drive forward like that in so long. And that was just, yeah, he, Chelsea didn't know what to do because it was a runner coming from midfield that we haven't seen in a better season from Arsenal. And he yeah, just tore through them with his pace, knocked it past them, uh, helped that he then went and took out Christiansen midway through. <laughs> So I took a man out for them. And yeah, just the Abamyang finish was just... What's the word I want to use? Just mercurial. Just absolutely outrageous. And just, as he said in his post-match again, Zuma knew he was right-footed and he knew, knows Zuma quite well. So he decided to take it on his left. <laughs> uh, it, it didn't
0: matter what side of the ball, but he was just going to finish that. Chris,
1: yeah.
0: um, you know... There's a lot of speculation about our future, but what a way to end the season! What a way!
3: Yeah, I mean, the, the man's class, the, the man is a, is a, is a quality, quality center forward. The, the, the thing that I really oh, like about right. Oh, we right? We got another one, uh, I've right, oh, got yeah. another
0: one. I've I got, I got to be honest, with you guys, I don't mind people being pricks, but when you're a racist prick, that one's gonna go to fuck off.
3: Yeah that one's got to yeah. really
0: to fuck off. And if you ever want to come to Cardiff just contact me. I'll fucking send you my address mate. Bye. Fuck
3: um off. back to yeah. football. Yes. So yeah, he's 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 a class act. The, the thing I, I really like about him is is he's very he's very much like uh like right was back in the day. He plays with a smile on his face. He's one of those he's one of those centre forwards that I think even the opposition find difficult to uh to dislike because he just he just enjoys the game and he 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 does play with a smile and he plays with a swagger, and you know with that comes a big personality. Is is off the pitch stuff? You know some people were not particularly keen on him being involved with a certain other podcast which <coughs> will not be named. But um, you know at the end of the day, you, you get you get that with a big personality. We got that with Righty. We got that with Thierry. You, you're going to get that little bit of extra spice on and off the pitch. But in terms of on the pitch and when it when it comes down to it, let's not forget this is a man who's playing out of position. This is a man who's been asked to do a job by the coach who's bought into the ideas, who's bought into the project. I do wonder how much of the fact that his best mate is basically playing his position has helped that. I'm not going to lie. But um, but he's got on with it and he's played with different players in different positions and different setups. He, he works very, very hard. You'll often see him tracking back down that left-hand side. He's he's been really good with the younger players that he's brought through. Uh, if you sort of picked out a player in that team, said who would be your captain? You know, I must admit, when he got given the captaincy, I did kind of roll my eyes a bit and go, mm, "Don't know about that." Based upon his time at Dortmund and that, I wasn't sure. But you can't fault the guy. He, he stepped up and he stepped up at a time we really needed him and we really needed his goals. And yes, occasionally there are certain games he goes missing in. Well, newsflash the best strikers in the world go missing in certain games. It happens. You know, Thierry went missing in the final. It, it does happen. But overall, when you look back at the season, um, you know, let's not forget one of our worst seasons in many years. And yet we've, we've taken a trophy from it. And he's led from the front, he's led by example. And that goal was sublime. The, the finish was so, so good, so clever in an instant to take it that way. And in terms of his contract, I think I think I think what he did after the game was exactly what he should do. You know, he's he is in a position where whether any of us three or any Arsenal fans like it or not, he's what 30 31 now. This is his last big contract, his last big payday. He's going to negotiate his ass off and if it's 300 grand a week he wants, he's earned it. Are we willing to pay it? That's not a decision for Arteta, that's a decision for for the guys upstairs. Would I pay it? Yeah, absolutely. Because he guarantees you goals, and that's where some clubs around Europe will have a look at him. But his his response was was exactly right. You know, let's not talk about it today. Let's enjoy the trophy. Arteta sounded confident. You know, whether that's just the front, who knows? But I I I, th- I think it's very. It doesn't feel like Van Persie or Henri um, or other players that we've seen going in the past. It feels to me like he's very. You know, very keen to stay, but a lot of things have got to be worked out first, which hopefully will be done fairly soon. I Absolutely. think
1: the other um, thing that really helps. Sorry, sorry. Jason.
3: Um, Joe, I'm
0: um, I don't mind you having a bit of fun in here, but when you're being an ignorant dick, it's time for you to go now. Be gone. Take care. Have a good day.
1: Sorry, Josh. That's on. all right. Uh, I thought the other big thing to look at in this final, as well, from Abamieng's point of view. I don't think getting into Europe would have been a uh, a thing for him in terms of what would have kept him. If we, yeah. you know, not got into the FA Cup final and finished uh, sixth or fifth, got into the Europa League, I, I, that wouldn't have come into a decision. Yeah. But what we've managed to do today is scratch that itch of the fact that he hadn't won a trophy since he was at what Dortmund. Yeah, I think did yeah. he even play in that cup final? Yeah. Must have I done. Yeah.
3: seem to remember reading he didn't even play. So yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, so I think that's the main thing. You know when players get to this kind of age, when we mentioned about Van Persie as well, if we'd won an FA Cup when Van Persie was about, it would have scratched that itch for him of wanting to win trophies. And I think we can continue to do that uh, under... We'll see that, that Arteta knows and wants to win stuff. Uh, Jace, you're on can mute. I'm sure your point is very, very informative.
0: I do apologise, I'm so sorry, I just... <laughs> You think, OK, it's been such a tumultuous season. You know, you look at the Emery nonsense. You look at the way our form went off a cliff. You look at the tough time that Freddie had. You look at Arteta coming in. And then they're starting to, you know, find a bit of form. And and then COVID, do you think that's going to have some part to play in, in the, um, Albert's decision?
1: I think it might do because people won't necessarily come in for him. Um, with the kind of money that he feels like he could get, you know, Arsenal have got the upside that now win- winning the FA Cup, one, we've scratched that itch for Aubameyang, You know, he's got a trophy, he's lifted it as captain of Arsenal. He could continue to do that. Whichever club he'd go to next, I doubt they'd throw him immediately the captain's armband. You know, the kind of sides we're talking about. If he wanted to go to like a Real Madrid, a Barcelona, the big clubs, you know, uh, Bayern Munich. They're not giving him the the captain's armband to turn up there. PSG might, but they're a bit of a different, different kettle of fish. But what Aubameyang has got here, if we've got the funds, and I think we will, to give him what he wants, I'd very happily give him a, a three-year extension to his contract. Because if he's still smashing in goals, why not? And if he isn't, we've got enough on it to sell him. Sorry, Chris.
0: Yes, Vivian. Oh, Vivian, sorry. One day, Chris. Vivian, um, uh, Thunder Road is reporting a, a guy made up a false account and that's what it said. He wasn't having a go at us. Thunder Road's one of the, one of our regulars. Um Viv. It's okay. It's just somebody who came in earlier on um and and made up some really nasty um uh fake usernames. Sorry, Chris, carry on.
3: Um Yeah, what what have you, Josh is spot on. You know what what have you got to lose? You know we're we're living in in a world where we don't even know what's going to happen in the world in six months. You know we mm. we don't know there could be a, a second wave, there may not be. We may have fans in the stadiums, we may not do. You know there's so there's so many so many situations that we just don't know about at the moment. And if you're if you're Aubameyang and, and you're you're looking at the situation as a whole, as Josh is, is quite right in saying, you know he's the captain of the club. He's he's the you know he's he's clearly loved by a support a supporters a group of supporters that, that get behind him week in week out. He's okay, yes, he's playing out of position, but that potentially may change if, if we shuffle the, the striking line. Even if we don't, you know, let's just say we keep Lacazette and we keep Abamyang. One of them gets injured. Say for example, Lacazette gets injured for a period of time. You know, that's when Abamyang may well go through the middle again. He will play every single week. I thought Arteta's comment after the game. Um, after the game was very interesting. And I, I, felt, I felt like the, the the mask slipped for a second when Arteta said, I want to build the team around him. That's a very mm. telling thing for a manager to say. Not many managers, and, and let's let's be honest, not many experienced managers, Mikel's still learning, would have maybe said that. And I think in the heat of the moment, that kind of slipped out. You're saying you want to build a whole team around the player. That's the biggest show of faith you can have mm. from, from a manager. And I think similar has happened with... With Ainsley Maitland-Niles, who I think he's he's gently Ooh. trying to to stay, it's his style of man management. And if and if you're a Bamiya, and yes, you can go, uh, you can go to a big club. You only have to look at what's happened to Anton Griezmann at Barcelona. Yeah. Sometimes you can get that big move, mm. and it doesn't work out. Let's be honest, Thierry didn't really fit at Barcelona. So yes, no, you might payday, and yes, you might be involved in a squad that wins a trophy but be a squad player or be basically the forefront, the figurehead and the captain who can drop a trophy and still make it look cool. I mean, I'd stick around. He's just retweeted, I think He's just re-tweeted yeah. the Arsenal tweet. And I know I'm not
0: one for this, but Chimp's put this in the group. Arsenal tweeted, put in a, a, an image of him and Mickey Arteta with the cup, beautiful heads up every cup final, blah, 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 blah. I was retweeted it with the, with the, with the title, my manager.
2: Hmm.
0: Level. Level. I, th- yeah. I, think, I think he's going to be a um, man. Uh, I think
1: he's going to be that. lads. Yeah. Um, and the, the look on um, J- uh, Arteta's face when he hugged Xhaka as well, because I think that was a conversation that happened eight months ago as well, when he was, what, two foot out the door almost on the way to Hertha Berlin. And he'd said, stick around, something special will happen this season. And you could just see Arteta and would go to Xhaka and say, told you so. As they embraced after yeah. the final
0: whistle, <laughs> okay. I want to come back to that. Let's finish off the game now, okay. Um, we see seen that Chris, we see the Kovacic red card. Um, the thing that gets me is Sabayos gets up he ask for the second yellow. Fine, I ain't got a problem with that because they see that. I see you see that in the Premier League weekend. We got he books Sabayos first, then he books Kovacic. Yes, it's soft. I got no problem with saying it's soft. Okay, it's mm-hmm. got it's got so it's so so soft. But the luck went our way again today, didn't it? It's a bit like the Victor Moses red card. I, I, that was a that was a nailed on second yellow. This one was, was soft today, but we ha- we did have the rub of the green with with Anthony Taylor today.
3: Yeah, I mean everybody knows Anthony Taylor is a gunner. What an Anthony! Good performance. Agent Taylor checks in the post. Thank you very much. But no, in all seriousness, I mean you know, yeah, we we it's a very difficult one when you start getting into referee decisions. We have had plenty go against us this season, particularly when it comes to the the little virgin who sits in the box and presses buttons with TV screens. We've had a lot go against us in in terms of that, but so have other clubs. You know, Aston Villa. Let's not forget. Essentially, stayed up because a piece of technology didn't work, you know. And Bournemouth have gone, so it happens to all clubs. Chelsea have had the rub of the green, as we mentioned earlier on, when they um, when they shithouse their way to to the the points against us with Georgino should have been sent off in that game. Um, I seem to amend. I seem to remember um, uh, Marcus Alonso assaulting Hector Bellerin in the penalty area a few years ago, and nothing was done about that. You know, we we we've, we've had situations against Chelsea, and against all other clubs, where you can look down and go, yeah, we've got the rub of the green. The one thing I would say about Kovacic, the one thing I would say is, was that tackle that he got sent a second booking for a booking? No. But were the previous other six fouls that he made in the game? Probably. He went through uh, the back of somebody two minutes after he got booked. Bang on. And he pulled,
0: I can't remember who he pulled back. He pulled sure. somebody back as well. Uh,
2: yeah.
0: um, uh, but, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those where,
3: you know... I, I, I tell you what it, it is, is, Jake, it's bad management. You know, I'm, I'm not, I know we're, we're talking about Arsenal here, but everyone's banging on about how wonderful Frank Lampard is. That's poor management. Yeah. He should have been hooked the minute that he he made those those second and third and fourth fouls because he was it's like Mason Mount. He was a red card waiting waiting to happen in a crucial area of the pitch where you have to make trap tackles, and he made one tackle too many. And and yes, you know, as I say, I wouldn't have booked him for that challenge, but it, it wasn't awesome. a clever challenge to make in front of a yeah. referee when you're on a booking. And if you're talking up. Yeah, it's right. it's right. uh, we did, before we go to the next
0: one Ian Barron's in the box and he says hi guys, can you please send a shout out for Darlington FC, we were made bankrupt in 2011 reformed in 2012 and have had three promotions and a currently far known National League North Club, thank you um, yeah. Ian Barron good luck to Darlington FC, we wish you the very very best this is the shittier end of football we see where unfortunately clubs have to, and fans have to suffer and we feel your pain and we just wish you the very, very best for the future. Good luck. Um, Colonial cannon the Jason Schraders in the um, uh, in the box. And he says, I'm just smiling year to year. The voice maybe left me is primo. It's absolutely world-class. <laughs> Josh, um, Rudy then picks up a yellow. Chelsea are losing their heads. And it is so, so sweet to see, isn't
1: it? Yeah, they, they couldn't really do anything now because we were we were going, I think, to be fair, I'd say nicely about it, uh, where we're just letting Chelsea kind of have the ball. And if we've got it, we're just kind of breaking on them a little bit. And yeah, we're 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 getting to them. This is the kind of position they haven't necessarily been in this season. We've seen it from Frank Lampard as well, that when his team's down in a cup, competition he's not great at bringing them back I saw that in the playoffs last season that in a final it's not necessarily the right place for him to bring you know bring his team back to motivate them in that kind of regard I think it will turn out to be one of those managers that you know thinks he's great and just can't translate that to his players on the field which yeah, yeah uh, uh, we have an
2: abundance.
0: Every, <laughs> but, but no, no, no it, it, it was really interesting to see. Um, you have th- Chelsea making their last term substitutions, Chris. So Hudson and Doy, Barkley and Abraham coming on. They're gonna chuck the t- kitchen sink in it. I was surprised they took off Mount, but there you go. Martinez and the VAR happens, then Eddie comes on for Lacazette. Please talk to me about Lacazette because today I thought. He was absolutely outstanding.
3: Yeah, he was. Um, just really quickly, actually, on Emmy, I've looked at the photos, and yeah, he, his hands clearly are just just on the line. <laughs> fair play to him. Um, my my heart was in my arse, which was in space at That's that particular. Quality you keep in wasn't it? That's quality. Yeah, I mean, he Came for everything, didn't he? You know, he, he came for everything, even things he didn't get. He, he came for a, a lot. So fair play to him. As for lack, of, yeah, I mean, you know. Everybody knows probably by now how much I love the guy. I, I, I think he's a he's a fantastic centre-forward. Has he had his ups and downs at Arsenal? Yes. But let's not forget, he was our Player of the Year last year, playing through an injury for several several months. Before so before.
0: You can't count that. They only put six people up. We know who would have had Player of the Year if they would have allowed
3: all the players behave. Yeah, yeah probably. But it'd be even so, he, he, he had a huge contribution on, in, in difficult circumstances last year. He's, he's a player that... We, we've said it on this pod before, we'll probably say it to a blue in the face, you, know, you have to play to his strengths and his the, the style of play that we're playing, we're essentially reinventing Alex Lacazette at the moment and and that's something that I think he's embraced and I think he's taken on board. He could very easily have salt, he, he could very easily have had a back injury um, <clears throat> uh, but he hasn't, you know, he's he's worked hard in training, he's put the shift in, he's put the hard yards in and, and the one thing that you will always get from him is he works his fucking bollocks off. And and I know that that should be the very minimum you expect from every Premier League footballer. But you simply don't get it from a lot of Premier League footballers, from a lot of superstar players, from a lot of players that, that have got bigger reputations. He works his ass off. Um, you know, is, is he going to stick around and and um Josh just, just hit the nail on the head there. Karim Benzema, underappreciated in, in uh in, in Spain at Real Madrid, certainly well appreciated in the uh, digital digital video uh catalogues. But um yeah, he's um you know he's very much a similar style of player. And you talk to any Real Madrid fan and say who's been your player of the season, they'll tell you Karim Benzema, has he scored all the goals? No. But he works the way lacquer works and, and he creates the space for others to run into. And yeah. his ability to 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 use that space cleverly as well. It's it's not just about being in the right area and working hard. You've also got to pull defenders out of, out of play, out of positions, free up the space for the likes of Pepe and Obama Yang. Um But yeah, I think he's I think he's great. And and the one thing that probably isn't particularly um, broadcast very well, but but I I know from his time at Leon and certainly in, in his time at Arsenal, it, it's been particularly on his Instagram. If you look at that at the moment. He's a big personality. He's he gets people together and he's a, he's a very he's a very loud presence in that dressing room and he, and he's a he's a motivator. So, you know, I I hope we keep him. Um I I think he would be happy to stay. The the biggest problem that he's probably going to face this summer is that we haven't got a huge amount of money and a lot of rebuilding to do and 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 he's got some value. So my my worry is that we might cash in on that, but hopefully we don't. I'd like to see him stay. And as you said today, he grew into that game and, and he worked his nuts off.
0: Yeah, I'd look, you know whatever's going to happen in the summer, we can't control that. But I think we give credit to the guys who did well today. Um, and so we go on. Um, Socrates replaces Luis, who was injured, at eighty-five minutes. Um, I want to uh, pay tribute to Socrates. He's not my favorite player. I don't think he's ever been good enough as as everybody knows. I went a little bit over the top when he signed <laughs> a little bit. You never mentioned that, Chase. Come on. I know. I know, but his attitude has always been spot on. His attitude coming onto that pitch, regardless of the mistakes, regardless of, um, you know, how limited I think he is as a player, his attitude has always been spot on. And that's of great credit to him. And I thought he deserved coming on for his, to get his, you know, to get an appearance in a cup of and to get a medal He deserved, um, you know, a fair play to him. Um, you know, it's not his fault, he's not our style of player. But the one thing I think we can all have have faith in him is he won't let you down in the attitude and effort department, which you know, we need that. We need that. Um, guys, I'm trying to keep up with all the Auckland is red, Um, Jersey City is red, San Jose is red. Um I'll do my best. Okay. If I miss you, keep on putting it in. and I'll get back to you. Uh, Josh, as the games come in, um, to petering out, we're, you know, seven minutes of added time. We see Carla come on for Katie, for Kim Tierney. Um, they were kind of done. They, they were going through the motions of going for it. Weren't they?
1: Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think it looked like Chelsea had kind of given up as well, to be honest. I think they kind of knew it was beat. And certainly after the Pedro injury as well. I mean, poor oh. guy. Um, if the worst that you come out of Socrates landing off you is just a dislocated shoulder, then fair play. The guy's made of uh, stronger stuff than I am. But yeah, that kind of killed any momentum that was previously in the game towards Chelsea, just completely out of it. the most frustrating thing I found was how Martinez just felt like his only response was just to twat the ball back up to (laughs) Cabrero. Who I'd like to say for any Simpsons fans, every time I thought Willie Cabrero got the ball, I was thinking of the Canyonero song. Um, That's a very niche reference for all the Simpsons fans out there. But if anybody can tell me about a um, 40 tons of Argentinian pride, uh, there's one for you. Uh, But yeah, I, I was just frustrated that as a team that we've kind of lauded ourselves as being heavily possession-based, that was our response to killing time. It was only until Granite Xhaka decided to break from midfield that we went anywhere near the corner to try and kill time.
0: Yeah, it's nuts, isn't it? It was um, uh, was, was great to see, you know, it was great to see. Um, I, I particularly liked that from Xhaka. He kept his head. You know, um, yeah, a quick shout-out to Pedro. You know, that that was really nasty to see. But sorry, Pedro, fuck you. You've caused us enough trouble in the past, and I don't really care. But that's the game, lads. Um, Chris, to you first. I can't tell you how um, thrilled I am, how excited I was, how proud of the, the guys I am. The fact they've been through all that, They've been through everything this season and they've come out on top and they brought a trophy home. They've bought a trophy home. And just to put this into perspective, lads, Matt Smith has played zero minutes for us this season and has more winners medals than Tottenham Hotspur in the last 10 years.
3: Well, also, I can beat that. Did oh, you know, God, God! Did you, did you know... Pierre America Bamiang has dropped more trophies than Spurs have won in the last. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, yeah, I mean, like like you said there, Chase, you know, the, the thing is when when the dust settles, which is not today, that, that's not a conversation that needs to be had today. When the dust settles and Mikhail pulls up. At the training ground on monday morning or you know whenever it is probably in like a clapped out for fiesta because he strikes me as the type who doesn't really do flashy and he combs that delightful lego hair of his and then uh, and he zips up the uh the the, the the gucci i'm sure he will sit there and go jesus christ what a year because that man has had everything thrown at him including a bloody worldwide virus <laughs> but when we look back at it you know we will we won't remember the eighth place. We won't remember the shitty times. What we'll remember, Spurs fans listen very carefully here, we'll remember the trophy and we'll remember how this season has turned around so much. And, you know, I'm not one to sort of Emre bash, you know. I, th- I think what he did in his first season, that it was the David Moyes effect. You know, there was always going to be that first manager after Arsene. He's on a bit of a hiding to nothing. I thought he did a pretty good job in that first season. And it all culminated in a bit of a mess, you know. And I think looking back, I'm not sure he was given the backing that Arteta has uh, been given. And I also Chris. think oh, excuses for him. No, he no, no, the no. Job. Yeah, he, I, I agree. I agree. He never, okay. I don't think I don't think he should have been I don't think in hindsight he should have really been given that job when they clearly wanted Arteta and they didn't go hard enough to get him. Uh, look, I'm, I'm sorry, okay, but no, I'm sorry, okay. He won the
0: job fair and square. I you know. He, put, he he actually got, you know, the Spurs performance at home was magnificent. We mm. played some so, such exciting football in that game, okay. And he never tried to build on it and he never tried to replicate it, okay. He kept on sharpening and changing. He got his just desserts. Yet you watch the application of these guys under Mikel Arteta and the way they've Bought into the vision, the way they bought into the plan, the way they're saying yes, boss, we're following you.
3: Mm. I love this. Communication, and, and as I said, you know that was the past, and uh, you know, I'm not in here to, to defend the previous manager. I'm just saying that. Yeah, every story has a, a start, a middle, and an end. And the th- the thing that I like about Arteta is he will make he will make mistakes. You know, his substitutions when he first came in were a bit questionable. Some of his in game management at, at initially was a little bit suspect. And I'm sure going into next season and seasons beyond, he will make mistakes. What I like about Arteta is he takes no shit. You know, we've seen that from from Gunduzi. We've seen that about Özil. I think I think there's probably more to the Özil, you know, that meets the eye. But even so, he, you know, if he has been told you don't play him, he's, he's gone along with that. He's got players on side. He's got work rate right out of players. He's brought Granit Xhaka back from the dead. You know, literally from the dead. Ainsley Maitland-Niles, who, you know, I still think. I still think there's. I, I still don't quite buy the hype that everybody had when he first came in. But I think there's a player there, and I think if you can keep him, you know, there is certainly a, a useful player there. The 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 job he's done with Eddie Nketiah, bringing him back from from Leeds, which I don't think any other manager would have taken the gamble to bring him back in and play him ahead of ahead of players like Lacazette at the time, and still keeping Lacquer on 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 point. The job he's done with a player like Martinelli, who he's brought through, that again, people just think, oh well, Martinelli's a talent; he would have broken through. No, he still had to be given the games; he still had to be given the opportunity to get into the side and, and trusted. Saka, everybody's crying for this guy to be in the first team. Arteta, clever management: get him on side, give him the game, get him a contract, and then just just bring him down a level and go. Yep, yeah, your time will come. You know, you're part of this squad; you're part of the overall building process. And you mentioned someone like Socrates. Earlier on, Jace, you know, he's clearly been told that there isn't a future at the club for him. But he's trained hard, he's worked hard, he's been available, um, and and everything he's done behind the scenes, by all accounts, from what I've heard, has been positive. That's the thing that he's brought, and 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 it's and it's really, it's really refreshing as an Arsenal fan to a enjoy it again because it's been tough. You know, for for me, it's been tough for for a number of years, even in the last few years of Arsenal. And it and it's it's really encouraging to look at a manager and look at a squad who want to play for each other, who wanna play for the badge and and who wanna play for a future. And that's that's all you can ask. And if and if we finish sixth next season because five other teams are better than us, so be it. But I'm I'm on board with what Mikel is trying to do. And the only thing that he needs this summer now is the backing. Not from us as fans, but from the people who pay his wages
0: can't disagree with that at all Josh um what a day um I thought a few of us were pretty confident going into today but the first 20 minutes of that game you know uh, heads are down what a, you know it, it's another step in the series of redemption isn't it
1: oh yeah absolutely in a in a world where apparently redemption doesn't really exist anymore. I've seen it's one of those things that, you know, this, this modern age, people just don't allow redemption stories. You know, people can say something and they, they can't come back from it. It's that cold kind of cancel culture. This is a huge thing just in general society to see like redemptions like this. Now, what I would say though, Jace, is was I nervous in the first 20 minutes or the last 20 minutes? I'd say more nervous in those last 20 minutes than <laughs> in that first lot. Oh, I was bricking it. I oh, I couldn't sit still, I broke up at least six elastic bands I was playing with at the time I just go into the toilet every five minutes, I think I'm going to need to get check my prostate after this because oh, I was just nervous, we in left, right and centre I was happy for drinks breaks, let's put it that way because they were a good opportunity to get it all out but yeah, it was just such a <laughs> a mental game just, I couldn't deal with it Arsenal just found every single way to get under my skin of nerves. And I think the topic was just the fact how we wouldn't kill that game. It was like, Martin is just like, oh yeah, and I just twat it up to Caballero. It's like, no, come on, you've shown, you've shown for 85 fucking minutes beforehand, you can play it out from the back and play it through midfield. And they've got two less men now and you're still twatting it up the other end. Just throw it to a fullback, please. It, it
0: it was we you know we, we were eleven men playing ten at that point as well. That really frustrated yeah. me. I just thought, what? Why? Why? You know? Okay, yeah. pop, pop over the top into the middle. You know, let's yeah. bring people into <laughs> it. Yeah, but no, no you...
1: Martinez is thinking. You know what? I don't think a goalkeeper scored in an FA Cup final. I'm gonna have a go, <laughs> and I think that's what he was doing for the last five minutes.
0: No, absolutely, absolutely. Um, Right, guys, Chris, first of all, I want to talk about two players in particular, okay? For me, Alba's man of the match. He scored two goals and the winner in a cup final. And he's the... I don't care. I don't care. He's the man (laughs) of the match. I don't (laughs) care. But, 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 in all fairness, a guy who started off atrociously and he oh, deserved to be shot oh, at that point. he oh, came on. back, and it's been the story of his Arsenal career under Arteta. He was awful until Arteta got here. The Dubai trip happened. He's got his head in the right place. And to be fair to him, he has been excellent since then. And I thought, Danny Sabah yesterday, he came back after that first drinks break, and he was... Everything I want from an Arsenal player. And this is a guy you, you, you couldn't pay me to buy mm-hmm. you know, a few months ago. But right now, I'm thinking hats off to Danny. Fair play. You, you are superb.
3: Chris, talk to me about him, please. Uh, right. Well, I'm going to start by saying I told you so. Um, and and you know it, uh, It's a little. It's a little bit of a troll. Of course it is. But, but you know what? Sometimes you deserve it. You deserve it. you it. Need to give yourself some credit. You know. So I take. I take plenty of stick on here. And, hey, and it's all- You
0: won. You won. New chimp. New chimp said the same. To be fair. Yeah. Go, I, give him credit.
3: I. Th- I think. I think sometimes. Sometimes you have to look beneath the skin of a player. Sometimes you just have to look at a player and go actually. You know, then either not in the right system, maybe they're not coached correctly, maybe they're not given their legs. I always saw something in Ceballos. I, I love the way he he always demands the ball. He always wants the ball. He always looks to move the ball forwards where he can. His work rate is is exceptional. The only reason he wasn't playing at Real Madrid was because Zidane didn't fancy him. Which you know that's fair enough. That's that's Zidane's personal choice. Whatever. He would be in that team otherwise, I'm pretty sure. And you've got to be a pretty good footballer to, to represent Real Madrid. And the fact that that we got him on, on the loan deal, the fact that we had the opportunity to, to have him this season and, and sort of see what we were getting, that's exactly why you take certain players on loan because you look at them and you say, right, how have they adjusted? How do they fit? And I, th- I think he's been absolutely fantastic. And, and yeah, I am going to slightly pat myself on the back here because I do remember a lot of people when I defended him, you know, months ago, even before the lockdown. People said, "Oh yeah, now he's this, he's that." And I was like, "Nah, honestly, under the right coaching, given a bit of time, he will he will come good." And, and I think yeah, the partnership with Jacker has been really, really good. I'm sure coming to that, mm-hmm. but I just thought, probably like I th- hopefully Josh agrees with me. I thought he was the best player on the pitch today. And he grew into that game and he run that midfield and, and he's got so much more. That's, that's what I really like about him. You know, he's a young lad. There's more to give, there's more to come from him. And and I, I, I really like him. I really think he's a, he's a a talented quality footballer and his attitude has been spot on.
0: I think that's mm-hmm. the big thing you've just said there, there's more mm-hmm. to come mm-hmm.
3: at the moment. Okay.
0: I'm very impressed with the way he's turned his season around. Okay. From what he, you know, he, a blind against a bad Burnley side is great, okay? But the rest of the season he flattered and seed. He was nowhere. The Liverpool game, he was an embarrassment, but he's come back from it. His game against Man City was magnificent. But him yeah. and Jaka are by no means perfect. But to be fair today, guys, I thought you know, give the guy credit because he's earned it, he's gone out there, he's he's let his he's done his talking on the pitch. And he's yeah. come back he'll have been devastated by that first goal. He knows he's responsible, and he's had the courage to come back from it. Um Josh, I want you to talk about Emmy Martinez because at the end, when him and uh, are being interviewed and he starts crying, I went to get the tears, the tears started. Emmy's crying, I'm crying. I, I, up until last week, still, I think it, it's laying those players to lose. After today, my mind is—you know you're talking about two players who've changed my mind by performances, attitude, hard work. I was so chuffed for him. I was so chuffed for me, Martinez. Talking about him, please.
1: Yeah. Well, I to be honest. Can I go first with Subiós, man of the match? Then I'll move on. Uh, Martinez. <laughs> uh, Emi Martinez was, I thought, great. In the, as much as I just had a go at him for deciding to try and score a goal in the last t- 10 minutes, try and lob Cab- um, Caballero constantly with his awful goal kicks, the fact that he was coming and claiming for every single one of those crosses... That's something that's going to not only put so much confidence into your defence, but take away from the attackers as well. Because if you think you're going to put in a cross, you're going to try your best. You know, I'm sure Ben Pedro was cutting back, and he's going right. This is my best cross all game, and you get the opposing goalkeeper just plucking it out of the air. Yeah, absolutely he's perfect. From he's a lot bigger point. than
0: he's a lot bigger than then, and he uses it well, doesn't he?
1: I don't think he is a lot bigger. Yeah,
0: he's about three four inches taller than
1: Leno. Oh, is he really? Yeah, yeah, he's okay. at least
0: three inches taller
1: than Leno. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's he's a, he is oh, he's like six big. four. He's six four, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Because um, Macy's about six foot one million on there. I think they used <laughs> him to um, change the light bulbs in the floodlights at the Emirates. It's
0: Matt Macy is six
1: foot Chris. Six foot Chris. So what? Six foot yeah. two. <laughs> <laughs> Um, But yeah, in terms of his performance, I thought he was great. There were some great saves out there. I don't think he was tested too much. We're going to have to say that's kind of credit to to our defence in front, to be honest, because bodies were on the line there. They were getting chucked in. I think it's one of the reasons why. If you said to us, um, or I said to you, Jace, in January, Danny Ceballos would be throwing himself in front of a shot
0: I'd, have laughed. I'd you would have, have laughed. You
1: would have pissed yourself and you would have yeah. called me a wanker and told oh, me just I, to, yeah. Ask yes. me what I've been What, after what I've been drinking, yeah. where you could get some because it sounds like great stuff. <laughs> and yeah, that's that was the kind of performance we saw today from all, all of our defense. Ah, superb.
0: That, that last five, 10 minutes, yeah. I, I, you, you saw people prepared to chuck their bodies in the line a la mm-hmm. Liverpool, a mm-hmm. la City. Okay. And I was proud of them. I was just proud of, them. you know, even if the worst had have happened, I'd have, you know, you've got to uh, uh, appreciate the effort. But any Martinez, the way he commanded that box when the crosses are coming in, but the really, the bit I really loved was when he shit housed it up. Okay, I just thought, oh, spinner! <laughs> you know, oh, my back's so bad. Oh no! Oh, ref, I need that. I need, you know, I need the physio on. It was great to see. Um, credit to the two guys. You know, uh, I, I haven't I really ever given Martinez stick, but I didn't think he could pull out what he's pulled out in the last 10, 12 games. Um, but thanks a big decision. For Jace as well,
3: isn't sorry, it? no. Yeah. I know. I know. It's probably for another day, but there's there's a big decision to be made in the summer wait, wait, wait. now. Like he's he's coming, made a decision to to be talked about. I, I didn't think.
0: think so before a couple of weeks ago. I genuinely didn't, but now I think you're right. I think there is a decision that needs to be made. What's going to happen there? I don't know.
3: Um, but the, the big the big thing is, is is his career because it's it's not just about what we choose to do. He has come in and proven that he is a number one goalkeeper. He's not a backup goalkeeper anymore. He's a number one. Yeah. And so, somebody, you know, even a team like a, you know, even even a team like a Leeds or they've yeah. got, but even a team that that is in mid table, like look at Everton, I mean, look at Chelsea, <laughs> look at their goalkeepers. Jesus. Yeah, you look at someone like Pickford, and you look at teams like like Everton. We've got a bit of money. They'll be looking and thinking, actually, you know, the the like Sheffield United lose lose Dean Henderson. I mean, I mean, yeah, I think Martinez is a higher level of that now. There is a decision to make. And this is not a slight on, on Bert Leno because Bert no. Leno has no, been but fantastic, but sometimes things happen and sometimes players just take chances. And you know, you can't you can't I, just take it's gonna come down
0: to who does Arteta want Who does Arteta see mm. as the future. To be fair to them, I think the distribution of both of them is good. I think people were measuring Leno on well when we were poor playing out from the back, you know, when we hadn't got to grips with it. You've got yep. to look at our tines, Martinez since. We've gotten to grips with playing out from the back. Mm. We're a hell of a lot more confident now than we were. And that's the part of playing it. Mm. But whoever I'm at the point where whoever Arteta chooses, I don't mind. Mm. I do think Martinez has a slight advantage in the way he controls the box and the way he comes out. For those crosses the way you think. i don't th- yeah okay. i don't think leno is up to mustard in that way they've both proven themselves to be great shot stoppers um
1: i think there's another thing that we need to bear in mind though is martinez doesn't have any real competition at the moment no nah. leno has only just yeah. come back from injury so he knows his position is safe that mm-hmm. if he throws a ricket say in any game he knows 98% sure he'll still be between the sticks next week. Mm -hmm. And it's that extra confidence that I think is helping him kind of, uh, you know, he's not second guessing his decisions because he knows that he won't get dropped on a heartbeat. Whereas if you've got Leno pushing you and you make a couple of mistakes in a couple of games, I think we've seen him make a couple where he could do better with some, some shots he's received then. And that's where I'd, i wouldn't make any decision this summer on either of the goalkeepers and saying it we need to see martinez in the same position that leno's been in where he's got proper competition in behind him
0: i think that's a great point but i, I think that i think for this is a club at the moment the biggest um, issue is going to be if somebody comes in with a large enough offer mm. okay. <laughs> If somebody comes in with fifty million, I, we've spoken about this before. We can't see anybody coming in with fifty million for for, for any of them, okay? But if somebody does come in with fifty million for Leno, I think that's too much to turn down.
3: The, the one you've got to keep an eye on, Jason, Atletico Madrid, because Chelsea want Jan Oblak, and if Jan Oblak moves, Atletico Madrid need a top quality goalkeeper, and I don't think they're going to take Kepa. Um, and Diego Simeone just have, just so happens to be Argentine. That that's probably one that you want to. If you look at all the big clubs in Europe, most of them have got a top-class goalkeeper now, mm. excluding Man United. So you know, there's uh, just for you, Josh. There's you know, a lot of clubs have got um, Juventus, Chesney, Handanovic um, into Like you just go through the roster to Stegen at Barcelona. They've all got top-quality goalkeepers. Atletico are the ones that are the most at risk of losing on black, I think, because Chelsea, Chelsea, we know. Look at the money they've thrown around already this summer. They, they, they need a big world-class goalkeeper. And I don't think Dean Henderson or or Pickford is that. And k Man on 1867
0: makes the point, which to be fair, um Mr. Mr, Mr, Mr Daw's been making for a couple of seasons now. David De Gea is absolutely putrid at the
1: moment. I, I would like to say that the word now is completely irrelevant in that sentence. <laughs>
0: said no, 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 no. Two years ago, two years ago, I, Just, I did say years three years
1: ago, ago four years <laughs> ago. Just <laughs> <laughs> say it. So you uh, if anybody would remember when the football hipsters was still a podcast, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was
0: talking about it. So. <laughs> oh, oh, oh <laughs> a bit, oh, <laughs> a bit. Chat box, chat box. I got 190 likes. Oh. What is 190 not? Come on. It's not fucking 200, is it? No, it's not. So start tapping that like button, people. Tappy, tappy, let's get going, please. Um, right, we're going to do some questions, and we're going to chat some shit for a bit. To everybody listening, um, apologies. The quality of this podcast is not up to mustard. We've been abusing Chelsea fans and just laughing at them. And
1: Someone's uh, just put my trigger word in uh, the chat box as well. What's that? Joe Hart.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh don't get me yeah. fucking started. Oh, Fuck yeah. Joe Hart, okay? Um, uh, but we just won an FA Cup final, and we're so excited. We're just talking bollocks and enjoying ourselves. And I hope you guys in the chat box are enjoying as well. It's just, oh, my fucking God. And, you know, it, this is such a good feeling after such a shitty season. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Call cool, Used Cars comes in with... I think we could get Shea given. He'd do a better job than David De Gea, that's for certain. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, so i tell you what, let's start with this one. Chris, our friend um, Orpheus Jones says, Do you think we will shift to forward the back next season? Y-
3: yes, yeah, I do. I do. I think. Um... I think we might see a bit of both initially because this is in this weird world that we live in, which by the way, stop the train. I want to get off because um, I've had enough of this year already, but we, what are we six weeks from the start of the season? I mean, it, it's not long, is it? So, you know, there isn't a lot of time for Arteta for to, to adjust. Pre-season is going to be really interesting this year as well, because I think we're going to probably go back to like the old days where we used to go to like Austria or Sweden. I think, I think we're going to be playing sort of bore and wood again and a lot of local friendly. So it'll be interesting to see how much we can glean from that because I think, if anything, it might actually be a, a positive because it'll be less about the commercial money-making exercises and more about the actual football and the training camps. So it'll be interesting to see what we do there. I guess we'll go to Dubai for a bit again as well. So, yeah, it will be interesting to sort of see what what changes in terms of tactics and, and the setup. We've got William Saliba in in the club now. He's he's begun training with us. So I I don't think you spend as much money as we have on him, and I don't think you put as much. Um, there's not as much hype about a player if you're not going to play him. Do I think he walks straight into the starting line?
0: Oh, there's questions about him later. Don't leave that alone. Yeah. alone. Leave that alone. Leave that alone.
3: So with him with him coming in, I'll leave it leave it there. I, th- I think he's probably going to be potentially one that we look at. It'll also depend on who we move out. You know, I think Socrates will will be allowed to leave if the right offer comes up. It, there's also been talk that he's quite happy to stick around and be back up. If that's the case, keep him. You know, If he's happy, then you, you keep that experience. Um, Mustafi, I don't think we will sell now. As much as anything, you know, we all know with Skodran, with <laughs> there's always going to be an error in him. That's the type of player he is. But fair play to him. He's, he's come back stronger. But with his injury, I think that rules out selling him. Rob Holding's an interesting one. We'll see what happens there. I, I think he might be one that might be Moved on. Um, Callum Chambers to come back as well. Don't forget. So, yeah, I, th- I think a back four is the way to go. Um, but it, it just depends. Uh, and and Tiani is clearly a proper left back. Bellerin, we're still working on him getting back to his, you know, his 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 strongest suit, if you will. But there were signs of it with that run today. So I think I think a back four, as much as anything else, we need to free up that creative slot for hopefully the player that we bring in to fill that. So. I guess we'll see. But I, I wouldn't be against sticking with the back three. It just depends on players in and out, really. Sorry, I was
1: going to say pre-season, Chris, is uh, now a total of four weeks because we have now, unfortunately, qualified for the Charity Shield, which oh I think God. is at the something stupid like the 28th of August...
3: Yeah, yeah, and and I guess do we go into the Europa preliminary stage or do nope, we? No, we
1: are in it proper. Would you like to know who has to qualify for Europa League because of Tell our us results? Josh.
3: Tell, Tell us, us, Josh. Us. Is that it, Milton Keynes team?
1: It might be some team from N17. From, from oh, their, their pre-season started two days ago now, apparently because of the because <laughs> <laughs> of Europa League qualifying. <laughs> I gotta
0: be honest here, you, but you know, look, the Chargers Shield played in the under twenty under twenty threes. Play the under-23s. Who gives a shit?
3: Well, we haven't got a chance anyway because we're playing the world's greatest team ever known to man, ever seen, ever, ever, ever. So we might as well just not turn up. Let's not forget. So, you know. I'm oh,
0: not being funny. The fans will be outside trying to burn the place down. Oh They'll be mugging each other <laughs> uh, just Don't uh, worry. They'll
1: still be in lockdown. Oh, God. Uh, do you know what?
0: Okay, I remember I used to stand. My mate isn't even near in Liverpool. Stand on the cop. okay? <laughs>
3: what a bunch of fucking ones. I'm going to go and inject my cat. I'll be right back. Crack on, pal. Crack on. Josh, Um, am just going
0: to build on what um, Chris said there. So we've got enough defenders at the club. We need to Jetson and Kuppel and get some value in for them. But how important are the midfield signings going to be to enable us to do that?
1: Oh, massive, without a shadow of a doubt. I think it's been the subject of every podcasts since Arteta came in was this is a very functional midfield we've got at the moment it was a midfield built by Unai Emery who clearly didn't want to play through midfield uh, is the nicest excuse I can give for him. he didn't know what to, to do with a midfield oh it's the same as Jurgen Klopp to be fair I'm um, sorry <laughs> <laughs> sorry on that one yeah we we need to see what kind of midfield midfielders we can get in now that you know the, the season's kind of finished we know where we stand in terms of what we can offer players. You know, in our worst ever season, we won a tr- we've won a trophy. Imagine that worst ever season. Uh, in some teams' best ever seasons, they don't win trophies, I, do and we've you know got what, one.
0: I, do you know what, what gets me? When we were asked this, I, oh hmm.
1: what,
0: what will your season be hmm. on to ten if we win the FA Cup? Hmm. I, I oh, it's a seven, and it's a seven. But like you said earlier on, right now, it's <laughs> yeah. fucking 25 yeah. million out of 10. Oh,
1: I remember the pelters I got in the chat box for saying it would be a 10 if we won the FA yeah, Cup. you did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, go yeah. on. Come at oh. me, bro. That's all I'm saying. Come at me, bro. What a feeling. What
0: a feeling. <laughs> what a feeling. Yeah. I, I can't tell you how, how utterly overwhelmed I am by that performance from hmm. that bunch of players who've been through so much. You know, redemption is everything. Um,
1: I'd to, say, you know, sorry, see, James, I was going to say, you know, when this is something that you see in like the Far East, when they drop pottery, they repair it with solid gold. That's what a trophy's done for our season, oh. is we've just kind of just, Emery kind of came in, smashed the pot, and then Arteta's kind of got all the pieces together, and it's just put this lovely little silver inlay into it, and <laughs> that that's what the FA Cup has done for our season, and yeah. <laughs> 14 FA cups. That's now what two ahead of anybody else.
0: Yeah. Two ahead of uh, And connected.
1: now we've got Community Shield. I'm pretty sure we've got the most community shields for what that's worth. Probably oh, nothing. don't fucking with that. But you know, what gets
0: me is um, every slash to cap. It's it like a little kid It wasn't It wasn't. Yeah. It was, it
2: was, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was like Vanavich with the Russian oh, cup if anybody saw that. One, Who makes a trophy out of fucking glass?
0: I <laughs> 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 oh, just I, I I'm yeah, apologies for the quality of today's show, guys. Um, let's be honest—you don't. You <laughs> I just, I just can't get over how great that was, and how, how good. You know, the, the last time we beat Chelsea, I expected us to win. I don't know why. I just had that feeling. But today, I expected us to win, but I did. Ex- I did expect the worst. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? So it's it's just such a good feeling.
1: As, oh, straight, as negative as I was, I knew we weren't keeping a clean sheet. That's basically, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to say we're going to lose. I'm just going to say we're not going to keep a clean sheet. And absolutely. as soon as we conceded after five minutes, I was like, oh, to be fair, I said this was going to happen. <laughs> but I, have to, I have to hope you bring this back now.
0: I'm glad you didn't put that in the group you'd we jumped on. <laughs> uh, um, no. So, so to questions. Mike Hurt says, and this one's for me, how excited we you see Socrates? Genuinely, Mike, I I was just pleased for him. Like I said earlier on, I was pleased for him. I thought, like I say, you know, okay, he's not my favorite player. He's limited, but I love his attitude. I love his commitment. And there's not much more you can ask for from any player, you know. It, it, you can players can't control their skill level, their aptitude, you know, but they can choose their attitude, and that's what he's done. And um, well played to him. He deserves that medal. Chris John Bernstein asks: Will Stan have seen this? Uh, will Stan seen this and spend more money, or does this just mean we have to have the Europa Cup money to spend now? I'm going to ask Josh about this as well. We've seen an awful lot of money spent over the last couple of seasons. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't get away from that. As much as okay, we've got good value out of a War B, and we've made player sales. I I, I do find this um, uh, sort of narrative. Uh, about Stan not spending money is a bit strange. Yes, as a club, we're self-sufficient, but that's what we're supposed to be.
2: Mm.
3: Yeah. Um, so just on Viv's point, poor cat. Um, it's okay, Viv, he's diabetic, so he just needed his insulin. It's all good. I'm not I'm not a cat abuser, don't worry. It's um, not heroin. No, no, it's definitely not. That's for me later. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Two total. Um, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, I, I think like, the best the best person I've heard talk about this is is our Drew. Um, so if you if you want to hit Drew up, he will he will give you uh, a good lesson on this if if you need one. But yeah, I I, th- I think it is a little bit of a myth that we haven't spent money. I think the big I think the biggest problem that Arsenal fans have with the Cronkies, and every time I say that, I just think of the crankies. I can't get that vision out of my head. But I think the biggest problem that everyone has with the Cronkies is the lack of of. Um, of, of uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, they're not there, they're absent, uh, absentee owners. We saw that change last year a bit with, with Josh Cronkey sort of being front and center when we were spending some money and you know, like to be in photographs and all that sort of stuff. We're starting to hear a little bit more from Edu now, which I think is a good sign, or he's being more visual. I think, I think what people don't like most about the Cronkies is that they're spending a lot of money on other things. You know, they're building this massive stadium in America. Clearly, we're clearly not the priority. Well, Newsflash, everyone, he's a very wealthy individual and Arsenal probably isn't his priority right now. We, we have to just accept that. And that doesn't mean that we're doesn't mean that we're just rolling over and going. Oh, we should accept them. It. It's no different to what happens with Manchester United and the Glazers. You know, they're completely absent. You know, they don't give a monkeys about about anything apart from the, 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 the almighty dollar. What we have to do and where we haven't done well in the past is spend the money wisely. And that's that's the biggest issue. I don't think it's about the Cronkies providing money. It's about. Arteta as a manager, identifying the players. And rather than us going, oh, well, we can't get Wilfred Zaha, but I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll give you, I don't know, this random kid that nobody's ever heard of. You can have him. He'll be fine. But make him Zaha. And everyone that said, oh, you know, we chose Pepe over Zaha, of course we did, because he's a better player. And, and that's what we need to do more of. It's not about spending large amounts, but it's about spending the money on the right players and if Arteta has gone to the board, and and basically is you know falls falls in front of them and says look these are the players I want, and I hope I hope to God he's gone with them and said these are the the four five options I want on my on my list A. If I can't get those, I want list B. I don't want list C. I don't want list D. And I don't want the player who's going to get us the most commercial value, which is ultimately what happened with Mesut Özil. I want player A or player B on on the main two lists. That's that's the only thing we're asking. I don't I don't want to see Stan Kroenke in the press every five minutes going, "Hey, look at us, we're amazing!" You know, "Hey, let's come down to the Arsenal." No, I don't want that. I, I, all I want is for our manager, who they've put faith in, and our management structure, the people around him, the Raul he's the Edus. All I want is for that manager to get the backing. And if he signs the wrong players and they fail. You know, I, I love Artessa, but that's on him.
0: That's yeah. all I want. I, I think that's a fair shout, mate. Um, Josh, there's obviously okay, there's a massive... Yeah, he's called Silent Stan. I think Josh, his son, is going to be a different kettle of fish. We've seen him try interact with the fans a lot more. But there's a massive lack of connection between the owners and the fans, and that plays into this narrative, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, I think so, because it's such a young and developing... Like relationship, to be honest, the only reason we're so, you know, into Arteta, is because he's an ex-player. If this was just some other Pep's assistant, another one of Pep's assistants that came in, we wouldn't have given him as much time a day as we would to Teta. Arteta, because he's one of our own previously. You know, if Josh Kroenke was, you know, in playing for Arsenal beforehand, or as some of the previous Arsenal uh, shareholders have been, have you know been minority shareholders and been through arsenal through and through like ken fryer you know there's nobody like ken fryer anymore no. there's a reason why we're lording him you know 70 years working with could arsenal. you
0: imagine what he's seen oh christ
1: i don't <laughs> want to know what he's seen yeah i think some <laughs> of those i'll keep it quiet on them but yeah um god bless george it's that kind of thing that Yeah, since, uh, I don't want to sound like a broken record, since Stan's taken over 100% of Arsenal, we have seen investments. Now, some might say, oh, we haven't spent millions and millions and millions. Arsenal have never spent millions and millions and millions. We've spent hundreds of millions. Mm. Yeah, but we're we're not crass about our money in the same way you'd see like a Chelsea or a Man City. We don't spend crassly. That's it. So to be honest, we're the same Arsenal. Mm. Yeah, and you yeah. know, when was the last time we smashed our transfer record by like thirty million? Last summer, you know. And,
3: and you it's don't huge. need. I mean, I know everybody uses the Leicester, the Leicester argument. I think, to be mm. honest, I think that's just a, bit of a freak situation. They had a wonderful side, and the stars aligned mm. for them. But you, you don't need to always spend vast amounts of money. You just need to invest in the right players who fit the right group at the right time in the right system under the right manager.
1: Yeah, we've got the right manager. We're bringing in the right system. And I'd also say the SoFi Stadium that is the LA Rams and LA Chargers Stadium, that's finished now. They're moving into it for this season. So if we are going to see them turn up more, to be honest, Stan will stay with his investment with the Rams. Josh will be in London. But at the moment, someone might have fucking noticed there's a bit of a global pandemic going. People aren't traveling that often to make these kind of journeys when they could sit behind the TV and look. Instead, if
3: you're, if you're Josh. Josh, you are Josh. Yes, I am. If, you're, if Josh and your father owns Arsenal Football Club. you know, a multi million pound investment mm. sponsored by, you know, companies like Emirates and Adidas, two massive mm. companies worldwide as well. And you're sitting there, mm. surely you, as a Josh, are going to sit down and go, This is my opportunity to make my way in the business field. This is my mm. chance. This is my vanity project now. I can front, I can be that guy. The Jack Walker, if you will, if Arsenal win the league and go, there you go. Because look at look at the guys who run in Liverpool now, absolutely mm. lauded for what they've done. He he's got the opportunity if he wants now. Josh Kroenke has got the opportunity to be the figurehead of the turnaround of this club's future.
1: And Jace has already said it. With the sales that we've made, you know, would you liken getting 120 million pounds for Coutinho? It's probably the same as us getting 40 million for a Wobi. In that kind of our ability to sell is getting quite good, and how we reinvest that money wasn't actually that bad. If you look back at it, you know, 40 million got us what Martinelli and uh, David Louise for that. That's not bad. Those exactly. two plus, it, it's
0: going to be interesting to see the way it, 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 it pans mm. out, isn't it? It's, but it, it's yeah. no I works. think,
1: I think the big kind of and there's a massive Venn diagram of people who get riled by the Cronkies for what they're doing and people who get riled for Hector Bellerin doing things other than football in his time off. Yeah. And they sit right in the fucking middle of those people. Mm. Yeah, and let's not, the go, down fans, let's not yeah. go down that
0: road. Let's not go down that road. You know, <laughs> we all have a moan for certain things, okay? <laughs> but I think there's a difference between, right, this is what I think of, like me and Ra- Raul Sam Leahy. My ambition is for Raúl Leahy to ram my words down my throat and prove himself a winner, because yep. if he's done that, this club thrives.
3: And today, I'm today, is the perfect platform to catapult. You saw the shirts they wore at the yeah. end of the game. Fourteen, always forward. Well, if absolutely. you're always forward,
0: prove it. Yeah, absolutely. And you look at if you look at sort of Kieran every Everton. What a player! But another roller coaster season out in Jed for long periods of time. Do you know what I mean? There, there, there's a story here and you know these boys are living it and they've come out on, on top after a, a very difficult season. So to we'll, we'll,
3: we'll never have a better opportunity, Jace, to, to springboard. Look at the academy, look at the player look at yeah. the young players we've got coming through, look at the the opportunity that we've got you know we'll never have a better opportunity and i'm not talking about us you know winning the league next year or anything stupid like that every step at a time the next step is get back among europe's league the next step has got to be that champions league qualification if we can finish higher up in the you know in the league as a result of that or potentially even win that europa league fantastic but you know the time to build is now we've got everything in place to build
0: we missed our opportunity after 2017 We missed our opportunity after 2015, okay? When, you know, it's just Czech coming in. Mm. Come on.
2: Mm.
0: You know, God love you, I said, Venga. and nobody loves you more than me. But what the fuck were you thinking? Mm. You know? And so this is where we need to kick on from. I totally agree with you. Um, Josh, I'm going to stick with you. Um, Ann235100 asks, does anyone think that the merest possibility of Coutinho... Coutinho joining Arsenal is a bad thing. And that's because all that. Let's kick off, Josh.
1: Oh, I've kind of flip flopped on this one. It's oh. very annoying. The oh. thing that's happened is oh. I think the amount of times that, you know what, Coutinho has been mentioned, the Stockholm syndrome of it has made me decide it's a good idea to a point. <laughs> I'm not sure why. I can't I've convinced myself it's a good idea. There's no basis to this other than people just keep saying Catinho's coming, so I've had to decide that it's a good idea he's coming in <laughs> to stay positive. Um I've kind of it's difficult. It depends where he's gonna play. If we sell oh, like shit. a I know, right Jace, this is the problem that I've had now. <laughs> if say Lacazette goes and we play a Bambiang through the middle, can I say Catinio as a left winger? Maybe. <laughs> the other problem I've got is I haven't seen him at Barcelona and I haven't watched him at Bayern Munich so I don't know if he's still the same player that every time that he gets the ball within about 40 to 30 30 to 40 yards away from goal he decides to take a shot and knocks out a child in row Z and he does that about 8 or 9 times a game but then, don't worry, because six times a season, it goes in the top corner, and that goes into a compilation by, <laughs> created by a poor li- by like a thirteen year old in a dark bedroom with only a black light giving the only light he's ever seen, and with a yeah. theme tune created.
3: Oh, that's not fair. Ah. Come on. I know, okay, he's, fine. He's being totally um, fair. He's being totally yeah, fair. Totally
1: fair. And then it's a drum and bass remix of a remix. <laughs> Of a remix that's then been put through an auto tuner, and everybody says, and then that video is called Catino Welcome to Arsenal. So,
3: that's overall, what we'll see. Basically, you're, you're that, quite- I, I,
1: there's nothing to say that if you go to my channel now, you'll see that exact video created by myself,
3: but as we speak, that.
1: If Coutinho is still the player from Liverpool, no way do I want him. But if he has suddenly decided that, you know what, there's a chance I might be able to play a pass here instead of shooting and I'm 40 yards out from goal, then maybe he should join the Arteta revolution. But saw- otherwise, no thank you. So That's what I'm convinced is that unknown that I don't know if at Bayern Munich and Barcelona, he suddenly decided that he didn't fancy shooting for 40 yards out.
3: I slightly disagree with Josh on this one. Come um, on then, Chris. What, you come do,
1: on. <laughs> you do want to you, you enjoy
3: Chris, 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 be
0: aware. Yeah. If you're not as entertaining as Josh yeah. was with that oh, well, you, you are
3: getting absolutely hammered. Oh, I'm, I'm out. I can't match that. I can't match. <laughs> I can't match that. That's that's Josh's moment of the season right there. That's in his YouTube highlights that we're going to produce later. <laughs> Danny'll be busy on that one. Um no, I, I just I just think that if you we, we're probably going to, if we're not going to ship our most creative player out of the club this summer, he certainly isn't going to play for us again. So he's just going to, you know.
0: Maybe you, there's another question about him later, so leave yeah, that, to the score.
3: that. So let's assume he, he obviously he's not in consideration. The one thing this team lacks is a bit of creativity and a bit of unpredictability, and that is one thing you'll get in Coutinho. And the one thing that I slightly disagree with Josh on is that I would take the Liverpool Coutinho. Yeah. Because when he was at Inter, which is a, another club I followed quite closely, when he signed for Liverpool, both I remember but John and I both going, "Well, that ain't going to work. No fucking chance." Because he's lightweight. He was hugely lightweight. He's very diminutive, very small. But he was just a very lightweight player. You could shove him off the ball. Didn't have a lot of composure to ride a tackle. You know, roll around on the floor. Like, wasn't it just wasn't that a good a good player for that. He went to Liverpool and i th- he proved me wrong in a lot of respects because he actually drove that team on and albeit, albeit he had Luis Suarez as a foil. But we've got a Bamiyang. and that's the part that kind of excites me. I do take Josh's point. He does does like a shot. That's been coached out of Barcelona to a degree because of the way they play. Um, and by all accounts, he's been fairly decent at Bayern, albeit... Not having a huge amount of chances, I don't think he was, you know, he was more of a substitute. But he he did all right, you know. He, again, speak to Drew about that. He, he's, he's playing in the strongest team in Germany. Exactly, exactly that. So I, the the only thing that worries me about this deal is the guy behind the deal. That's the only bit that worries me. You know, it's almost like he's being farmed to us. If Arteta likes him, and and the money's right, I mean, if we can get him on a loan deal, you know, I'm all over like like a tramp on chips. If it's about a fee, uh, I'm not so sure. Um, and again, unfortunately, it appears that Gunduzi has, has burnt all his bridges. If he goes, and uh, uh, we can get sort of some of the fee knocked off, fair enough. So I don't know. I, I just, I just think if you're looking at creative talents that we could bring in this summer, that are proven. I'm not talking about the the raw, you know, raw players around Europe. Um, that there's 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 ten a penny of number tens or creative midfielders in, in Europe and not a lot of them are not proven at top clubs or in the Premier League. Coutinho is both and he's played for for four massive European oh, clubs.
0: Oh, 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 he's hardly yeah. proven at Barcelona. They couldn't yeah.
3: wait to get him out the door. And yeah. He's hardly proven at Bayern. They don't want to keep him. But he's and, proven but, at Liverpool. You can't argue with that. And I would argue that we are now where Liverpool were there. Look, let's... We're
0: He's got no sell-on value to us, OK? Mm. Look, he's he's getting older. He's an overpaid show pony who hasn't done... You know, he, he's not made a difference in any of these teams he's played in. He's just been a decent addition. He's not been a match winner for any of them. So why are we going to spunk money which offers us no value on him when we could get invest in the salibas of this world? Okay, you know, you if you're going to need some some experienced pros to come in, get them in the centre of the park where they can dominate, and then you know, I, I'd like to see Saka in the middle. I'd like to see Reese Nelson, you know, moving around. I want to see Martinelli on the pitch. I don't want Philip Coutinho taking up a space on the pitch which could be used for one of these exciting youngsters to develop.
3: But uh, yeah, I, it's it's an I interesting? Just, I think, I,
1: I get your point, Chris. That we need somebody to come in to fill that kind of role, mm. because the player that was already in the squad that would fill that role, unfortunately, is in Turkey at a fortnight convention exactly. um, instead of the FA Cup final. Right. But we need somebody like that in the squad. But yeah, and they're, not, um, and
3: they're not easily they're not easily accessible. Just, no. just, just. Um, no. I know you to go on to the number ten, chase. Just one other thing on this creative role. There's a player at Red Bull Leipzig who I would take in a heartbeat, and he probably wouldn't cost that much. And his name is Emil Forsberg. So, oh, he's a lovely player. He's a lovely he, player. And and, and, if, if, and he's been out of favour. At but not being
0: funny, he's young as well, isn't he? He's young. Okay. Yeah, if I hear fucking up a Macaron one more time, I'm gonna shoot myself.
1: Let's move
2: on.
0: Let's move on. <laughs> we need to end this thing. It's two hours already. And yeah. we've just spoken bollocks all the way through, which I've thoroughly enjoyed. Um Josh put this in the box. Um and it's uh for IZJ, who was a Ch- who is a Chelsea fan. And he says
1: Oh, uh, we covered this.
0: Arsenal were by far the worst team. If Chelsea had William, Pulisic, Aspinacreta, Carlton, and Kovacic, we would easily have won. They'd also have been 18 players on the pitch. Thank you, Mr. Taylor, for ruining it for Chelsea and ruining it for every neutral.
3: Oh, I said, Jay, your piss must have been boiling. Jace, I can't wait till you see the WhatsApp group and you see what OG has posted. It is is hilarious. Uh, Anthony Taylor, it is.
0: Oh, I haven't had a chance to see it yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to that. I'm really don't don't spoil it for me. Don't spoil it for me. Um, Chris, Chandra Ramamurthy asks, guys, your opinion on Arteta. Is is he looking like a real deal? Not a cone placer. Oh, not a cone placer. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, Chandra. Chandra, I apologize. I'm I'm so excited.
2: Well, I just um,
3: um yeah no, i mean yeah i have like a hundred percent the the only and again i don't want to bring us down because we're all high and i want to keep us there the only thing you just have to keep in mind is we're all riding the crest of a wave right now and things are fantastic there will be some days where we look at things and go oh. but but what i like as I, as i said earlier is a, like the attitude, the application, the work rate, the coaching. And I know we've probably heard more of the coaching because of the lack of crowd. You know, we we picked up on things. I know Josh has spoken about that before. You you hear and you observe a lot more from the coaching staff. Um, and I love what Arteta's done with these water breaks. I think he, above most managers, has utilised those brilliantly to change things. Um, but, yeah, I, I the, the big thing that I really like about Mikel that I don't think we really got from from Unai, we certainly had from Arsene, and we did with George before him, is Arteta strikes me as an Arsenal man. He strikes me as a man who wants this this club to perform once. It's, it's not just all about him. He could easily have come in under Pep's wing and gone, yeah, well, this is all about me just trying to get a bigger job than Arsenal and, and used us. I don't get that impression. I get the impression that he really wants to stick with us um, make us something special. He's a former captain of the club. And I think it means something to him. And, and I think he's got a real project. He strikes me as a guy who's just got, you know, like Arson had his famous video library of of, of porn. No, of football matches. Um, I reckon Mikkel's probably got similar in terms of just pages and pages of notes. And, you know, even down to the coaching staff, he's made really good appointments. That's gone under the radar. I think Steve Round's done a really good job. I look,
0: the, the, the coaching staff of the excellent. you know you look yeah. at the, how well drilled we've been you know yes we we, we we go back into bad habits now and again I mm. think the biggest telling um, indicator on on this the metric by which we measure them, look at his relationship with the players yeah. look at him with Albert look at him with Maitland Niles look at him he's yeah. giving everybody a chance mm. if you're too stupid to buy into this if you're too stupid to jump on the Arteta train mm. okay then more fool you. You can mm. make snap judgments on a, on a couple of poor games, but look at the general direction of travel. Mm. It's all positive. It's all going forward. I think it's very important. Josh, Pete Colson asks, "We must keep Danny, yeah? No,
1: we, oui. we oui, madame. we should oh, we no. keep Danny.
3: We need We can't get the podcast out otherwise." Yeah. <laughs> you? Oh, no, smart.
1: not that one, Mr. Cybios. Uh,
0: so, what's the maximum you spend? And then, Josh,
1: 22 million. I think and that's I the didn't. amount. I think that's the amount that I think we've already negotiated. Um, mm. to be honest, I think 22 million is about that. To be honest, I would, I'd probably take 40, <laughs> probably pay 45.
0: For I'm gonna, I wouldn't pay a penny over 25, <laughs> but I think it's 22 million quid. That's a really good
1: buy. I mean, He's 23, I mean, isn't he? And yeah. Real Madrid, the best thing we know right now, God, Real Madrid needs some money right now. They need money. So, yeah, uh, I would happily uh, sort their financial problems by um, giving them £22 million pounds so they can pay Gareth Bale to sit on the bench for another season. <laughs> it's so, all good to see. <coughs>
2: That'd be funny. We could
0: actually... Um, uh, Paid over 10 years like they did for Nelka, you know. But <laughs> um, Hey, Chris, 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 Chris. Came on 1867, asks, question for Chris, he says. Question <laughs> for Chris, especially for you. I want to tell you I was feeling that way too. <laughs> um, what does Saliba bring to Arsenal apart from being a new net?
3: Yeah, he's a big lad, isn't he? Yeah, I think a lot of people didn't realise. When when you say, Oh, he's six foot four, people just go, Oh, he's six foot four. And then you see him in the flesh and you see how big he is, and he's up there with David Luiz in terms of stature. Um yes, I what what does he bring? Well, I mean, we've we've gone over it in fairly good detail recently, but what he brings is a physicality with a bit of finesse. He brings a it brings a style that I think will suit Arteta down to the ground. He's a ball-playing centre-back. Uh, I said on this pod before, yes, there will be a couple of moments where he'll probably try and do something a little bit too uh, ball-playing-y, and it might get us into trouble once or twice, but that's part of the learning process. He's he's very committed in the challenge. He doesn't leave anything behind. He's quite happy to put somebody up in the air if, if needs be, which I quite like about him. Um, and he's And he's a very... He's a very mobile centre-half. You know, I often you, you look at sort of how Rob Holding, for example, moves around the pitch. Sometimes you look at him and you go, cool, that's a bit of effort he's having to put in there for him to get up to, to speed and move about the pitch. Saliba's more of a glider. Um, and, he, and he's a player that, that I think... I used the comparison before, a lot of people are getting on the the Raphael Varane um, freight train. I think it's a bit early for that. But what what Saliba reminds me of is, is a West Ham-Rio Ferdinand. Um, in his style, in his language, style of play, and, and obviously, we all knew how good Rio went on to be. Um, even when he went on from West Ham to Leeds, you know, he was he was a Rolls Royce of a player within two years. And um, for all his ridiculous punditry, he was a hell of a footballer. So I think that's that's the kind of the the type of player I'm hoping that he develops into. Of course, it's a gamble. Every signing is. But in terms of his physical approach and and the way he attacks the ball is something I think is going to be very interesting. And I actually think this time next season we might end up with a Pablo-Marie Saliba first-choice centre-back pairing. Chris,
1: Chris, does this mean, much like Rio Ferdinand, Saliba has a brother that rides his career coattails?
3: Uh, Not to my knowledge. And I certainly hope not. Uh,
1: Uh, And to be honest, if nobody knows the story, Anton Ferdinand's greatest... Football memorabilia is a shirt that his brother got him in the Champions League final.
0: Yeah, you gotta love that. <laughs> gotta love that. To be but, fair, I'm confident uh, a decent career. No, we it? didn't. Are you uh, professional footballer for ten plus years? He hey, you <laughs> he, he earned a lot more than we did, okay? No, that's I mean,
1: true. But if my brother know. was Rio Ferdinand, I could convince them that I might be all right as football <laughs> as well. <laughs> what was, uh, who was it? Was it um, Oh, what's it? George Weir's in... cousin? George Weir's oh, cousin?
3: Oh, yeah. There we go. Yes. Yeah. What was it? Ali Dai. That's the one. Yeah, oh, there. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, but, the, the, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but Anton Ford is a lot better than him, to be fair. Come on, let's not knock Anton Ford. The only note of caution I would say on Saliba, as I said earlier, is, is remember he's young and remember he's coming into a completely new league. It's going to take time. Um, but I, I think I think that we've we've got a player here if, if we if we manage him right and he and he gets coached right and I think it's a big reason why we've kept David Luiz because I think he's going to learn quite a lot from hopefully not the bad habits but I think he's going to he's going to learn a little bit of the shithousery and he's going to learn a lot of how you know the ball playing centre half of David Luiz is I think he'll pick up a lot about that.
0: Look, like, I think is an awful lot of expectation on Saliba and Pablo Marie. And bearing in mind, Pablo Marie's been a journeyman up until mm. the last 12 months. Um, I'm not going to put too much expectation on him. I'm glad we're keeping Mustafi and, and Luis. Um, I think Chambers may have a big part to play. Mavropanos, I see it as the dark horse in all this. I genuinely I think- see Mavropanos as a dark horse in all this. With his pace, he could become a real player if he gets the necessary game time in Germany but let's hope they all do well he'll,
3: he'll make us some money if nothing else as well for the new contract so.
0: I, I'd like him to become a first team why Why got them buy players if the ones you got
3: do oh, yeah. well Yeah, no. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. Yeah. hopefully he goes yeah. and plays really well and comes back and yeah. if not at least we have protected his value yeah. and, So and why be
1: better scout better. players when you just buy the ones you already know thanks Sven and yeah. Pat. <laughs>
3: <laughs> moving, one, on, yeah. moving on. Moving
0: um, on. Bavia John, so 22 million to 25 million is the most we pay for Danny Sabayus. we we'll answered answer that. Um, John Bernstein asks me, Jason, are you happy about the Sean Fitz- Fitzpatrick signing? I'm not a Turk. And when I say Turk, I mean somebody from Knekli. Rich Williams is listening. That's you, mate. So I don't care. It's a rugby question, right? And people from Knekli in Wales are called Turks so there you go knowledge. <laughs> nobody cares nobody cares <laughs> um, the Col- uh, I'll answer the next one the Colts, on the-, the Colts On asks does this FA Cup win encourage players to come to Ar- the Arsenal yeah I think it does I think Europa League I think any player and agent look into where we've come where we've been this season and where we've ended up, sees this as a positive project. I think, you know, people talking about, know, like Chris mentioned, Arteta, you seen this as a step. And so I don't think he does because I don't think, you know, he sees it that way. I think he may see us as a four- to six-year project for himself and then maybe look on. But in that time, he'll want to do something special. So, yeah, I think this win... You look at Alba's face, you look at the players in that squad, you look at their faces today. That was special. You look at the, how excited us three have been. You look at how excited the chat box has been. It's been magic. So let's, let's ride it and hopefully we can just you know, get the right people in.
3: Bloody enjoy it. It's been long enough.
0: Absolutely. Um, who's next for a question?
1: Uh, you need to ask me one if that would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise right, so I'm going to continue dancing to the Unmicron really Hell No. So, yeah, I'm going to move. You move like Jagger.
0: Unmicron Hell <laughs> do Unmicron do do Unmicron do do Unmicron do No. Viva,
1: unmicron Hell No. Viva, unmicron Hell
0: No. Right. Give your little asks, apparently they compare... Uber
1: to Thierry Henry. Thoughts? It's, it's getting close, I think, to his legacy. Ooh. ooh. The thing, the thing TT has got over Uber is a few more medals in his cabinet for the Arsenal. Start winning us trophies, more trophies, and yeah, yeah, you get into that legacy. I'm not going to bat around it. Tell
0: you what
1: Thierry Henry has <laughs> got that Uber's
3: got. two goals. Hmm. Mm. I think he's got. I think he's got a little way to go yet. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, yeah,
1: he's got a little way to go.
3: Actually, won games for us, you know, all on his own, for, for the longest period of time. On um, his yeah, yeah. But, it, but it's it's not to slight I, over in any way, you know. Over's done well. He's done. He's been epic. Yeah, the thing is, it's all a matter of opinion. I went on Twitter the other day. I know, silly me. And people were actually debating whether Dennis Bergkamp was an Arsenal legend. I literally nearly threw myself out the window. I mean, if you're that clueless, then uh, there is no hope. Look, those people don't deserve airtime. Stop. Just air. Full stop.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no. But it's interesting when hopefully he stays with us the next three seasons, we win the title, and then he's got a genuine shout, Hmm. uh, you know, uh, uh, of being somebody who helped build something with us. So I'd say
1: he's overtaken someone like a Van Persie. Let's put it that way.
0: Yeah. yeah, Two and a half seasons, and it's going to be a fuck
1: off. Exactly. Fuck off, Robin. Yeah, lead us, lead us to a Premier League, a couple of Premier League titles, help us go invincible for uh, a season, <laughs> and then don't turn up in a champ. No, turn up in a Champions League final. Then, then you'll be better <laughs> than Omri. Absolutely.
3: He's, he's, got, he's got, everything that he could. If he stays, then he, he's got the opportunity to build on the status he's already,
0: he's already yeah. got. He's done, he's done great. to me. But great, great question, Vivian. Great question. Good to have you in the chat box tonight. Um you know it, it, it's special for us, thank you. Ah, Chris Orpheus Jones again. Um mm-hmm. we've spoken about Coutinho. Um mm. but as so we'll leave Coutinho out of this. Why do um would you be keen on William? Uh
3: I'm not, do you know, what? again, it's another one I'm not against. I I know there's the age profile thing. But it does give us a bit of experience in wide areas that we don't really have. And again, it's that creativity thing.
1: It, the can I can I um, yeah. can I quickly say something on William? It's very similar, it's very similar to my Coutinho rant. So what happens is you find a boy who supports a team in blue, he watches a man score four free kicks in a season. He then decides, Oh, he does this fairly often in the season. It's got about six what six goals, six or eight goals. I'm going to put them together in a compilation video. I'm then going to speed up some of the uh, replays of them to look like he hits the ball <laughs> 150 miles an hour before it hits the back of the net. And then I'm going to say, "Ah, oh, who's my favourite dubstep artist? I mean, there's no good dubstep artist, so it's certainly going to be my favourite one. I'm going to put yep. one of their tracks on, but I'm going to I'm going to put it in reverse and then play that." At two times speed and then i'm gonna say willian is the greatest free free kick taker of all kinds welcome to arsenal that's his video
3: so so again
1: so again no even on willian i'm at least certain on him that i don't want him here because we don't need a player to trot out to take a free kick for us and then trot off again, and that's the only thing he's going to do all game. Because to be fair, we had Nicolas Pepe this season to do that for us. <coughs> Don't need another one. And,
0: and at least yeah. he's got 18-odd goals mm-hmm. or whatever it is.
1: Oh, exactly. Will- I... The reason Willian has played so well currently is because, guess what? He wants a new fucking contract at Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Watch him oh, disappear. Oh, Watch him a bit,
1: disappear down the drain.
3: Sorry. I would take him if it was a short term deal and the money was right. I don't think I'd be offering him a three-year contract, but there there's a reason why he was linked with Barcelona, in my opinion. I do I do think on his day he's a very good, very good footballer. He's he's one of those players that you know sometimes when you look at a player and you just think he's just gone stale, he's been at the same club for too long, just needs a freshening up. I think a move might actually do him the world of good. Um, oh, another
1: also, thing that annoys me about William, he tries to score from every fucking corner he takes. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, you know... We got is that John Joe Shelby?
1: He's the other one. John Just Joe Shelby, top, top scorer for Newcastle this season with six goals. There you I'm go. All. It's another state <laughs> of the fans.
3: I, I, I think the three-year deal, I think is a little bit perverse for winning. So I, I, I would stay away from the three-year deal. But if it, it was a one or a one plus one, probably. But again, it comes down to who's on the table. If there's, there's better options... Not being funny, um, but, you know, we, we need to keep Balogun. Okay, you've got you've got Nelson,
0: you've got Saka, you've got Martinelli. We've got enough talent at wide. Hmm. We've got enough talent, and if we keep, if we do keep Albert, because there's a question about that. I'm, I'm not so somebody asked about Albert. If we're going to build a future around Albert, is he going to play up top? No, he's not. He's going to keep him on the left. Well, he's not on the well, not not really. I, cause I think Eddie, or they'll try to bring in a centre forward if they if of uh, uh, goes. He's not going to play Alba up top because he doesn't like that. You know, he mm-hmm. he wants a hold up man who's going to do other things. But am not sure? That. That not yeah, I am actually. I genuinely am. I
3: can't see Alba playing up top. I do think. Do, think two- that, do you not think that maybe Mikel add a little word with Alba maybe after covid or after the break and said look we want you to stay you know i need you to do a job on the left hand side truth is we're probably going to look at moving on one of the centre forwards do a job for me for now and next season we'll because he you know I, I just keep going back to that comment after the game i want to build this team around you you don't build the team around a left winger
1: real madrid with cristiano ronaldo
3: next yeah. <laughs> 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 Sorry. <laughs> for Sorry. For that's Canaldo. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um,
0: yeah. A, you know, Alba is not a hold up merchant. He's not somebody who does the things that Mikel wants. You know, he, he, they're playing almost an, an eight, aren't they? You know, Rakazet's you, playing almost an eight. I
3: you a fluid not, front.
2: You know,
0: yeah. I just think he sees the value,
3: a la Liverpool, Salamani, of those yeah. wide men. that's, yeah, that's a great. That's a great yeah. example because Familio is 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 the Lacazette, but Lacazette's obviously far better and doesn't look like <laughs> <the Lacazette. laughs> but doesn't, yeah. that. Um, and yeah, I think you you should. Yeah, I think I, I think you you essentially you want Pepe and Abamyang almost to be switching wings, don't you? Yeah. Switching sides all the time, okay, but if that. you. But if you get in Pepe, uh, Pepe, if you get in someone like William, then for me that that says to me, well, then you've got to move Young inside because, as God love Eddie and Ketter, he's not getting you 25 goals a season, he's not winning you a cup final to Chelsea, is he? But neither is Lacazette at the moment, who's a far more experienced player who has had big
0: goals in the past. I just think that that centre forward role at the moment is redundant for us unless he can bring in a specialist mm. oh, he. he, he it does everything, you know, ticks all those boxes, which is going to be a struggle to get. You'll have to pick up somebody young and mm. see the
3: potential in them. But I you hate, know, I hate saying this, but imagine Jamie Vardy in this side now. I hate, I hate myself for saying it, but imagine him as a forward <sighs> in this team. Jesus. Oh, no,
0: I, I I, we need to concentrate on Martinelli, Saka,
3: Nelson, because yeah. that's where the value is for us. But, but remember, the they're young. I mean, we need to rotate. Yeah. Martinelli's not going to see football this this calendar year. Um, Saka is, you know, obviously still developing, and and you need to bring him in and out, and especially now. Don't forget, you've got the Europa, so you've yeah. got. You probably don't need to loan out ESR, for example. You probably don't need to loan out Nelson because that's when they're going to get their games.
0: You can probably guarantee um, Ball again. Yeah, six games. Yeah, you got Bella. You're six games. You know, between the cups and that, there's six big games minimum. You mm. f- you do well, we play you. It's as simple as that. Yeah, right um, early, oh, and
1: and we can get rid of um Eddie and Ketia as well, please. Yeah, because he had remember. another moment, he had another moment today, didn't he?
0: Oh, leave Eddie and Ketia alone. No, stop it, stop it. Keck no. <laughs> <Be it.
3: Yeah. laughs> just C- C- makes a good point in the chat, by the way. I completely agree. Keck Edson, Odward of Celtic is a player I'd have a little sniff at.
1: Is that because he's, he's French?
3: Yeah. <laughs> How <laughs> no, what is wide or centrally, so he can rotate. So if you bring in a player like that, he can naturally pull out to the wide and pull in. And you say to him and Aubameyang, you know, it doesn't matter where Sky Sports put you on the team sheet, you guys just float between mm. both sides. That's I, the player you can look at. I think,
0: that, like you said, that fluid front three is going to become a real thing for us. Mm. But I think then the midfield three is the biggest area. And is the, the key area, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, on to the next question, mm. Carter Stage asks, so you're both going to answer this, lads. Um, who would you choose if we're unable to get party?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Chris, start with you first. He can't be French. So sorry, who would we choose if we can't get him? Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: So you need a robust B 2 B, who's got good technical ability, who's dynamic. Mm.
3: Come on, Chris, you're the man. Tell us, uh, Aaron James Rap. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um that's just for you um
2: just because i would like to
3: see your face look at that little face look at him um he can't, you say you can't be french well that's my market i mean you're asking me to pull somebody out now I don't even, um uh, i mean i mean based upon based upon the the sort of what you're looking for in that type of area uh, I think the two that stand out, actually, they are both French. One is, is de Dekouré at Watford, who is like Premier, League, Premier League proven. is probably fairly cheap um, because you're getting him from a relegated side. Um, and, of course, Watford's training ground is on the back of ours. So we could just hop over the fence. That's ideal. So that's probably one I'd have a little look at. Um, and, I th- yeah, I think the price-wise, he fits the bill. And he's big and physical. If you're going to go down a slightly different route, where you're looking at more of a sort of a player who can do the defensive work a la more of a Flamini, shall we say, like you know, who's a bit more dynamic but likes a bit of shit housing. Um uh, see the trouble is the player I pick out is not affordable, and that's Eduardo Camavinga, who's at who's at uh, Ren at the moment. Um but he's I think he's gonna command a, a huge fee from one of the big... Who's summar is another one i have a look at at Leon. Who's I a word with to bring this price down? Who, do you, who for who? The boy that you like, Camavinga. Who would you have to work with to get the price down? Did you say, yeah? I'll go and give him a call now. Um, I'll send you the details, just what's happened. Uh, just get Kia Draption on it, it'll be fine. Um, yeah, but I don't know. I mean, there's there's other players around Europe, but the problem is is, is the fee that's that's the issue. Um, K-Man's good shout. Sandra Tonali's another one uh, in, in Italy. Mm. Um, you know, again, really good holding central midfielder Nicola Zaniola at Roma is another one, but I, I, I think you're going to pay big money for that type of player. Thomas Party for me ticks every box, and that, that's why I'm slightly disappointed that that seems to have gone quiet. Um Slobisai at uh, Red Bull Leipzig is another one, but I think he's going to cost.
1: Salzburg. Salzburg.
3: will probably soon so be at Leipzig. So
1: yeah.
3: Salvich Milinkovic. Milinkovic, Savic, it. yeah, a bit clunky for me. A bit clunky for me. And again, Lazio I'll be looking for a, a fair amount of money for him. David you know, Mar, I just the box and said, I trust in Arteta to get the right play. The, the one mm-hmm. thing I would like to see is a bit more physicality. Um, but, it, but again, it also depends, you know, as is bringing that, so... If, you, if you're going to stick with Shaka and Ceballos, then arguably you need more of a dynamic, uh, intricate sort of midfielder. You know, a, a, basically a Santi Cazorla to sit next to a destroyer. So if that's the case, then that that's probably why if you gave me unlimited money, OK, if Camaving was out, the, out of the case, I'd have a look at, uh, at Awar at Leon because he can defend as well as he can attack.
0: You, you, you've stretched that out to three
1: quarters of
3: another. I have, I have, I'm sorry. Uh, Lewis Gustavo, another one at Fenerbahce. Oh, fuck <laughs> off, <God. God.
1: laughs> oh, Lewis Gustavo. We know that you've run out of ideas now when you're saying Lewis Gustavo. Oh,
3: he's not that bad. He's, he's in,
1: not that bad. I think was four or five years ago. We're, were Felipe Melo in next as a suggestion. Oh, Felipe Mello, whatever.
0: What Me, way. Chris, Dom and Danny on a Skype chat. I go out on a date... I come back five hours later. That day didn't go well. They didn't go very well at all. They're still talking. The phone call started at two o'clock in the afternoon and it finished about eight o'clock the next morning. Oh, you know. This is carpentering the shit out of it. This boy knows how to do it.
3: I would Josh Josh, tell was
2: us
1: two, two names. Two names. Well, Chris already took one of mine, so I'm gonna continue and use I'm gonna have three names because Decore was gonna be one of mine. Because you weren't yeah. going to allow Chris any French players, so I thought I'd slide a French player in instead <laughs> for him. You love to I'd, slide I of- yeah. take a certain midfielder from Juventus, Jason.
0: It's not Armand um, Ramzy. No, it's not, well. it's not.
1: It's not. It's Bentacor. Yeah. I take Bentecourt. Oh, yeah. Let's get, let's get Lucas Torreira. Put him on a rack and stretch him out so he's six foot two. And then that's <laughs> that's Bentacour, Just going around. Just oh, oh I'd love him love it to come and join us um we've been two
0: two and a half hours okay we're not going to do what about so and so and what about so and so Uh, we're answering uh, one last question
1: i've still got Um, one player to go hold on hold on i'm gonna i'm gonna drag this out now jace just because of that (laughs) we're going we're going for three and a half hours now (laughs) uh who would be the other one that i would take Oh, it could be John. John It could be John. No, because I don't want another player that takes shots from forty yards. it's The ball, Whoa. Charlie Adam. Joe, Joe On the upside, we could use um, Shelvy's head to tell the future if you rub it hard enough. I believe that's what Steve <laughs> Bruce does. for divine intervention. Uh, I would take. Be oh, going out know. there, going out there, Lewis Cook.
3: Christ. Ooh. So I, 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 thought see, I thought you were going to go down the
1: building kind of route and you went left wide again. I went, yeah, mm. yeah. Everyone thought I'd go somewhere. Someone from Bournemouth. That's, that's the problem. There is a serviceable midfield in Watford uh, in Bournemouth somewhere. Just got to find it. Fortunately, Eddie Howe's now been sacked. So, uh,
3: yeah. Mutual defense, mutual defense. Oh, when fuck off. You
1: he sacked? got sacked for being a wimpy little shit. How did he get sacked? He walked uh,
3: about an hour ago. Uh, oh. Yeah. Bye I mean, God, the best player, player the best player um, is David Brooks but we don't really need that type mm. of player
1: doing we uh, don't need any Welsh players no, no been Welsh burnt players. by them before
3: yeah. <sighs> <sighs> still might be too hard. still
0: might be too hard. <laughs> so <the> last question <laughs> hey guys, last question of the day. and it's from Jimmy Housen sorry to ask he says but reports <laughs> saying Oldfield is just going to sit this contract out what can we do to get him out of the club <laughs> this team move on and not have to have this hanging over our heads go- moving forward Josh, you first.
1: Uh, I think we just ignore it. Just doesn't happen. The so only God. reason it becomes a thing is because people mention it. If you don't mention it, it stops being a thing. People yeah. yeah. like yeah, right? exactly.
2: do. Yeah, exactly. Eventually, talk
1: about it. or I think the one thing we need to do, and unfortunately, Arteta can't do it over a Zoom call at the moment. But once some journalists probably. Uh, the guy that calls himself Moose, who I swear, even over radio, you can smell how bad he is, Um, says to Mikel Arteta some convoluted thing about Meza Ozil that Arteta just says, right, fuck it. Rolls up his turtleneck, goes over and punches him square in the face. That is the only way people will stop talking about Meza Ozil. But yeah, Uh, I don't... I think that's the only way we deal with it. I'm kind of comfortable with it now. It's just, yeah, Meza Ozil turning around. We don't know how much money we make off Meza Ozil. On the flip side of how much Meza Ozil makes off us, you know, how many millions of shirts are going to have Meza Ozil on the back of it? That's paying, you know. So one of the reasons Adidas kind of gave us so much money is because they know how many shirts are going to sell with Ozil on the back of them. Can't hear, you, Jace.
0: They've just dumped Meza Ozil on
3: me. Need to sell. It's it's, yeah. it's like it's 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 a i think simon said it in our great the other day it's it's the classic mexican sound office who's going to blink first isn't it i mean if if we if we get uh if we get an offer from i i mean i think the two countries that most would be most keen at the moment would be the would be america and and turkey for mls or, or the super league i think that probably if the if the situation happens where a club says to us, look, we'll take him off your hands, but you need to pay half his wages. We might as well take it because we're not really good. We're not losing anything, but what we are losing, um, is with the new premier league rules is we're losing a squad place. That's that, that space is being taken. (laughs) Very good. I hope it was nice. (laughs) Um, we're, we're losing, we're losing a place in the squad. That's that's the one issue I have with it. I agree with what Josh is saying. It's kind of that you know, let him not in the reserves type of scenario. But that's a place that could be taken up with a first team squad player, not a young player who doesn't count, but an actual first team squad player that that could come in and, and be utilised. The situation is toxic at this point. It's no good for Meza. You know, the, the bloke tweeted, "Well done to the lads after the game today," and you just all you have to do is, is scroll down his timeline and it's just full of abuse. We don't need that. Like, this is a time we should just be celebrating an FA Cup. We're not not directing our ire at a player who's nothing to do with the club right now. You know, it's the same with they Like they're clearly gone. We need to we just need to move forward and find the best possible solution that fits all. And and the best possible solution for Meza is to be playing football, and he's not going to do that at Arsenal. Jimmy
0: H29, my apologies. I thought you were Jimmy Housen. So my apologies, Jimmy H twenty-nine. You're Jimmy H twenty nine. Not Jimmy Housen. Sorry, pal. And that was his question. I th- I think the one thing that sort of strikes it uh, the one thing that strikes me about this uh, this whole scenario is he's got 12 months left in his contract. Okay. Mm. Out of the three players that weren't named, that that, um, that sorry, um didn't take paycuts, he's the only one whose name gets leaked. Right? Mm. You know, he's uh, he's put to be fair to Mezzarosa, he put up a lot of shit during the Emery era, he was playing fine before lockdown. What's happened since, we don't know. Nobody knows at this moment in time. There's lots of rumours, there's lots of things. But the the vitrioling towards him is getting ridiculous. Mm. If we do stop talk, talking about him, it's the only way to deal with it. You know, he signed a contract in good faith. Whether his performances have been good or not doesn't matter a damn. What's fault, is it? You know, under Emory, there were a lot of shit players. It's turned around under under Mikel Arteta, Mustafi, Jaka. Do you know what I mean? The, the list goes on. His performances before lockdown were fine. He's created more chances than anybody else in this team. And he's only played a handful of games.
2: Mm.
0: We've got to sort of get off the hate train on this one. Whatever's going to happen, the summer's is going to happen. Hopefully, we find a solution which fits all parties. But we need um, to move
3: forward from it, though, don't we? Like, yeah, Whatever um, happens, we need to. Put it. We need to. It, it's not. It's not great right now. It, we need. And if we're going to move the whole club forward, we need. And and as I said, you know my thoughts, Jason on Candusia. I, I like him. I think he's a quality player. But even I have got to that point where I'm like, you, you know, you don't want to get on board, you you go. And that's got to be the same with Meza, whether it's to do with the wages or not. He signed the contract that we offered him. He didn't do anything wrong. That, that wasn't that wasn't his fault that we offered him ridiculous money. You know that was our choice. He's doing nothing wrong. But there are you know some some suggestions that he doesn't particularly train very well. That he, you know he's not particularly focused. Uh, and that's when you start to question
0: his. It's a lot of players who've been like that over the years, and unfortunately, lost they didn't. His
2: part, hasn't
3: you know, it's, so it's the same it's... with Gareth at Madrid. He, he's lost that spark. To it's football. funny, I, I, watch, I watch Bale for play for
0: Wales, he's epic, he's epic, a friend of mine, her, her son, they're going to the local Tesco's, and who was in the, in the car next to them going up towards the junction, Kieran Gareth no. And and I looks like this, you know, yeah. oh my god, it's Gareth Bale, and Gareth Bale goes, hello, <laughs> he's just yeah. a cheeky wave and a smile. It's made the kids day. That's what he's like, yeah.
2: Mm. Okay,
0: I was talking to Kev, Kev, Kev Gunner. and Kev Gunner lives in Madrid, and he's a Madrid, star, star whatever they call it. And as he says, you know, yeah, he's had loads of sticks from a stick from a lot of Madrid fans, but all not not all fans are like that. And mm. I think we have to look at this and say, how do we get? You know, if he's if Mosul's not going to go, you know just being vile towards him isn't going to do any good because it's going to make him dig in. You know, let's show a bit of, let's show a bit of common
3: decency on this matter. And let's focus on the players who want to be here. Absolutely. You know? absolutely. If it's he doesn't to like, it, like, then that's fair enough. That's his choice. He's got the right to sit on his contract. But we don't need to focus on him because he is not giving output to the club that we all support. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right, that's it. That's it
0: for this. I'm, I'm sorry, Josh, do you want to add anything?
1: Dennis Bergkamp's back. That's it. Everyone see Simon Collins ask uh, ask that question to Mikel oh, Arteta. Please. Is Dennis Get Bergkamp back. coming back? And Mikel yeah. Arteta said, uh, is- "I do not. I do not know Dennis Bergkamp." <laughs> yeah, he's here. he's here. That was basically what I said. It's not verbatim, but that is basically what Mikel Arteta said.
3: No, so he's yeah. From, uh from ireland but yeah um yeah that, that rumor came out didn't it in the week that dennis wants to come home i'm all for it bring him home what a man
1: yeah
0: it would be lovely having the and staff just for
1: so much just 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 for the i think i think it'd right. be a boost I'd, you know? I'd even um you know take down his statue for him just to be there as one of those living statues
3: that's I'd the only get thing though. all day Don't get He's got a pole up his ass. Oh, so that's yeah. He's actually been transporting him round. He can't go in a park as <laughs> is. He'd never put him on the box with a pole up his ass. You never, get, you never know.
0: You don't know. We don't want to put his boat, okay? But um, uh, yeah. I think him working under 23s would be epic. Yeah. Uh, I like, Guys, thank you for the thanks. Um, What a season. What a season. Um, yeah. Massive yeah. thanks to all the guys. Uh, there's so many of you lot. Collings, Chimp have been on the season. Um, uh, Dom, John Welsh, Danny, um, Ellis, Mel, that London guy, Carl Walker, who's crashing trains because he don't care anymore because we won the cup. Okay, fair me, Rich Cactus Cash. Uh, OG. Shredder. OG's been on, Shredder's been on, Nicky russell has been on. Oh bloody hell. Dave was on
1: this season. Dave was on this season, yeah. Dave was on this
0: season, yeah. Dave, Dave, look, Dave's with us
1: in, in spirits
0: regardless. Um, you know, we, we 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 we're so lucky to um have been in a part of his life. It's it's beyond uh, Corey Austin. Sorry, I knew there was bloody something Drew Thompson, um who am I missing, boys? I'm missing somebody
1: uh, from the main group. All the people, all the people that came on for those single shows that we do remember you. We yeah. really do. This isn't just us forgetting because we're all drunk or yeah. just high on yeah. FA Cups. Jim Housen was on a show. Yeah. Stan, the man was on a show. Yeah. Oh. Sure,
0: Stand man's amazing. Um, oh. Oh, Clicky.
1: Oh, the Clicking guy.
0: Clicky McGrew. No, oh, no, 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 no. Andrew, down square to where? um, um
3: oh, oh, Alonzo Spencer. Alonzo Spencer Lucha as well. I think Alonzo came on yeah. as well. <laughs> Loads of them. Um, they're the fucking place, these people. They think they're a It's like rats. the things. best part about it. None of them. A patch on us. That's the best
0: bit. I don't know. (laughs) I don't really know of you. It's my show. It's awful. It's terrible. Thank you to everyone. Thank you to everyone. Um, I'm gonna say it again because this has been a hell of a season, Steve. Mm. Dave, ah fuck, we can't get over it. Can't get over it. Um, we lost our heart and soul this season, and it's fucking horrific. It really is fucking horrific and we we miss these guys forever so that's that Um, but on to the big things oh Sophie, Lana yeah we mentioned Ellis, we mentioned Ellis we mentioned Femi, Femi has a shout out Femi also gets a shout out Um, oh the Guna boys are on Andrew and that fucking idiot (sighs) Mike Mike, you're a fucking idiot I mean of you Um, yeah to everybody in the chat box, you guys have stuck with us week in, week out. Um, you've you've made us smile, you've made us laugh, you know. We've taken great uh, great solace from your support. It's meant the world. You know, we we know your names, we interact with you on Twitter. God, some of you are on my WhatsApp. Some of you are on my fucking WhatsApp. It's ridiculous, okay? It's absolutely ridiculous that you're on my WhatsApp. But that's the way it is. Um, you've been superb, you've, you've kept the show going and through such a tumultuous season. We really, really appreciate that. If you're listening on any other um uh, platforms, god, how have you got to this part? How have you got this far? You know, at least in the chat box, there's been some interaction. You know, you poor about have listen to all that crap. Chris Carpenter in the out of it for no reason whatsoever, other than shits and giggles. That's um uh, Josh actually been very funny tonight, quite nice. I like dark Josh. Dark Josh is good Josh. Um,
1: Josh, is go- Josh. No, 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 dark Josh is
0: good Josh. No, yeah, no, the dark Josh is good Josh. The other Josh isn't good. Um, but we really appreciate your support. You've been magnificent, so thank you very much. We've got a pot to show. We've got a pot to piss in at the end of the season, and it's so magnificent. Credit to Arteta. Credit to the guys. God save the Arsenal. Thank you for your support. Take care and keep it Arsenal. Good night. As soon as I scored that goal, I
2: was fucking livid. Splendid business. Get down, dog.